The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Ten. Ten weeks. Ten weeks to get to this point. Ten weeks to determine the worthy. Ten weeks to see who worked harder. Ten weeks to discover who gets a chance to play for a title. Ten weeks to determine the eight. The eight teams that will play for a District 1 title. So ten weeks got us here. But those ten weeks? Those ten weeks mean absolutely nothing now. What matters now is one. From now on, the eight teams remaining have one concern. One desire. Win. Win the next game on your schedule. Win the next game that could be your last. Because this is the playoffs. Because this is District 1. So for the eight teams left, the next goal is to become four, then two, and finally one. The one. The one that will take the crown. The one to represent District 1 in a state playoff. Marple Newtown wants to be that one. Because for the Tigers, this whole season has been about one. One more rep, one more lap, one more play. And most importantly, one family. One family that picks each other up. One family that fights together. One family creating a sea of orange and black. One family that lives and breathes for each other. This is Marple Newtown football. And this is the District 1 playoff. And this is one more time to rock for each other. the foul is coming it back on the near side and he is off to the races 40 35 30 25 20 10 5 touchdown tigers there goes the ghost Caletti's gonna take the snap and he's gonna run to the outside and he is just gonna heave it to the end zone and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a tiger touchdown it's going to be Paoletti shotgun formation, three wide out spread, Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina, and he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen plays, and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sidelines. And he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a... Christiana, hold is good. Kick is up. Kick is good. Penalty comes out, rolling down the sidelines. Has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hawk. offense. Sedario, shotgun formation. Three wide out set, Salas in the backfield. It's going to be a pass. He's going 
down the middle and cannon for Abel Hawk. What a great reception! He fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown from the 35-yard line. The pitch outside the Rooley cuts back. And he is stacked up by Gino DiCamello at the five-yard line. It's going to be a loss of three. Big play for Marple Newtown. Excellent job there by the Tigers. Way to come up big there. Gino DiCamello, trainer, McKay. All the Tigers there make a great play. Huge momentum booster for the Tigers. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side, chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Grimar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. And now, coming to you live from high atop the 50-yard line at Penny Packer Field on the campus of Pottsgrove High School in Pottsgrove, Pennsylvania, here is Jim Alsman, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Dave DePasqua. Tonight, the Marple Newtown Tigers return to the postseason as the number six seed after a four-year absence from the District 1 playoffs. Standing in their way are the Falcons of Pottsgrove, who are currently the number three seed and riding a four-game winning streak to cap off their regular season. Good evening and welcome to this District 1 Class 3A playoff matchup between the Marple Newtown Tigers and Pottsgrove Falcons from Penny Packer Field on the campus of Pottsgrove High School. I'm alongside Collar... Color commentator Steve Reynolds. Our man patrolling the sidelines is Eric DePentila. In addition to Bob Herpin, Jim Olsman, and Tommy Peel, I'm Dave DePasqua. Defeating the Strathaven Panthers last Friday night secured Marple Newtown's 8-8 win season in school's history. Steve, Coach Kickham, is everyone talking about Tiger Pride as the Marple Newtown community enters the postseason play? What can we expect as... It's been a four-year absence, but they are fired up tonight. Well, as you heard in that intro done by um, Greg Pecco down in South Carolina, family, family. That's what Coach Kicken, when he took over this job, that's what he instilled into this program, family. All right, they're here tonight for the first time in four years trying to get the first playoff win in school history all right, for each other, for this community, for this school. You see all the support out here tonight, and uh, can't wait for this game to get started. These guys are ready to go. They certainly will give the Falcons everything they have tonight. Eric, is our man patrolling the sidelines? What is the atmosphere like? Are you ready to rock and roll? Well, guys, after hearing that playoff intro, I'm fired up. That is a tremendous job by our man Greg Pecco down in South Carolina. 
But, um, yeah, the atmosphere is pretty good so far. Um, we got our band, our Marple Newtown band, uh, a lot of parents out here. Um, you know, some of the students came along on the buses, so pretty good support for, for, for a far ride out in Pottsgrove. Um, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to a good night here, guys. Additionally, Eric, it's a different type of field. Can you explain the conditions? It's more of a grass field here at Pottsgrove. Yeah, it's not our typical turf field that we're used to seeing uh, that we have in Marple Newtown um, that Garner Valley has and amongst other fields. Um, this is this is very similar to Springfield's field with all grass surface. Um, kind of a little bit bumpy as we walked across the field, but they, they did a pretty good job with it, it seems like, over the last week getting it ready, grooming the field. Um, it, it's not bad for a grass field. I mean, it's not as pristine as our turf, but, you know, uh, we'll see how it happens. It looks, you know, it's not raining, so that's not going to affect the field in any way. Postseason play. Thank you, Eric. The Tigers are coming off their best regular season record as they come into the stadium behind us since 2006 in Coach Geeking's second season at the helm. A major part of success in this 2015 campaign, Steve, has been senior leadership. It's been talked about all season. Yep, they're led by the 16 seniors. All right, when these guys were fresh, and we talked about it last week against Strathaven at home, all right, they knew this, that they were going to be special. They went through a 3-7 and seven season, a 5-6 and six season. Now they're here to make history for Marple Newtown. All right, only the eighth team in history with eight wins. They're trying to extend this uh, extend this tonight. And I had a good quote from Coach Harry Gicking. He said, we have to play mistake-free football and play with an attitude tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, he said, we made it this far. Now let's make some noise. Don't be content with making it to the puff. Let's make some noise. And he also said, Postgres is a good football team. There's a reason why they're here tonight. So he, he's got these kids focused. Coach... Chris Geekin's got these kids focused. They had a great week of practice. They've been focused all week long, and they're going to be led by those 16 seniors tonight. When talking to Abel Hoff, he said something similar that Harry Gicking's been saying all season, and that is finish the job. The job is not done yet. They have one more game, and that is here at Pottsgrove Pennypacker Field. Tigers haven't played the Falcons since the 1950s, but all time they do have a 7-1 record against Pottsgrove. But... Who are the few Falcons that the Tigers are at the key in on, Steve? Well, it's the one-two punch of their quarterback, Doctor, and their running back, number 21, Barr. Um, they're just two of the guys you have to keep an eye on. This is a run-first team. They average 280 rushing yards a game, only 65 passing yards. They have 39 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, so this team lo- likes to run the ball. you got to stop those two guys. There's other guys um, out there as well. You have number five, uh, Porter who uh, has uh, about um, close to 1,000 yards rushing on this season uh, to go along with Barr, with, who has over 1,500 all-purpose yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he has 14 touchdowns. So kind of a player like Abel Hoff, who has almost 1,500 uh, all-purpose yards, 15 touchdowns on the year. So you got to keep an eye out for some of their playmakers, but you got to stop their run if you want to be successful tonight. And we saw that on film, Steve. Doctor is a big quarterback. He's six foot three. He has an arm, but he also will overpower you with his legs. They run some read option out the shotgun as well as power eye. Yep. Yeah, offense kind of like Marple Newtown. Just see shotgun split back. Uh, you'll see the power eye just said. Uh, zone, you'll see a lot of zone reads, zone runs, uh, and you'll see a lot of motion, jet motion, where they run the jet sweep. They keep it with the quarterback, run some option, run a power off it. Uh, so there's a lot of things you'll see out there tonight. Marple Newtown's got to play their best defensive football game. Uh, you know, they've done it all year long. 
with the exception of a few games they had, they struggled in. But I think these last two games they played, Pencrest, Strathaven, got them in great form to head into the playoffs. We're going to be sending it to the sidelines momentarily, Eric. It seems that the captains have gone to the 50. They're getting the coin toss right now. There is Abelhoff, Gino DiCamillo, Trainer, and I believe McKee is at the 50, as well as the captains of the Falcons. And... We're going to get the official signal from the referee. Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer. They're going to kick it off. And Steve, coming out is none other than George Lambritios, who's been a phenomenal kicker for the Tigers the last two seasons. Yeah, it's a bit windy tonight, as Eric was talking about. But, uh, you know, Lambritios got to continue his success. A double-digit cut uh, touchbacks this year. So uh, let's see if he can open up with one. We're going to step aside as the playing national anthem. You are listening to playoff edition of Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Squall Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0222, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Dicking, and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. 
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Wapanutown Tigers on www.wapanutownfootball.com. We welcome you back, Steve. Before kickoff, who's a player to keep an eye on for the Tigers? Well, it's going to be your playmaker, Abel Hoff. Uh, he's got to come out here tonight, 14, over 1,400 all-purpose shows. We talked about 15 touchdowns. you got to get him in open space. He has to make a name for himself tonight and play all Delco football uh, like he has been all year. So expect a lot out of him tonight and this defense as a whole. Front seven, the back four, they got to play disciplined football tonight. Stop that run first. My, my key to the game is securing the edge. Marble Newtown's got to get to the edge in addition to stopping Pockers' attack. Back to return for the Falcons is number seven, Colby Baldwin, in addition to number four, Avery Grant. Both are sophomores, and playoff edition is underway. Lambricios is going to kick it. It's going to take a bounce, and that's partially going to be because of the wind playing a factor early on. Yeah, it's just a case of the wind, as you said. It's- uh, it drifts a little to the left and rolls out of bounds. Uh, looked like he could have fielded it, but uh, run out of bounds. They're going to take over here with some decent field position to start off this ball game. They are led by quarterback Dayon Doctor, the senior 6-3 player as this game's going to begin. Ball is spotted on the 35-yard line. The man in the middle is Gino DiCamillo for the Tigers. For the second straight season, he's led the Tigers in tackles. Doctor comes out. It's going to be an eye formation. It's going to go to Barr on the near side, and he is going to be stacked up at the defensive line. There appears to be number eight, Carmen Christiano on the tackle. Also, is Noah Turner, Steve. Yeah, Turner did a good job there to set the edge, force that inside, and the Tigers defenders came in and made a nice play. Way to start the ball game off. Two-yard pickup for Barr. He is very versatile. Tyrell Barr, the senior, he's going to play a role like Abel Hoff. He's going to be in the slot as well as the backfield. This time he comes out in the backfield. I-formation. Doctor under center. It's going to be another handoff similar. It's going to be a dive up the middle, and he is going to be bottled up once again. Good job there by Marbury Town's defense once again. This time Matt McKee, the captain, comes in and makes a stop. But Barr... I mean, he, he's a little guy, but he is quick and fast. He'll bounce off tackles and fight for yards. But good job so far by the Tigers. Big third down here. Third down in five from the 40-yard line. Shotgun formation for Doctor. Three wide receiver set. Two to the far side. He's going to roll out to his left. He's going to roll back. He's almost down in the backfield. He's going to make a man miss, but he is going to be stacked up by none other than Snyder. Great job there. First, looked like Matt Trainer came in, had him stop dead in his tracks. Doctor's a good job of coming back, and then Schneider comes in and undercuts him. Great job by the Marple Newtown defense to stay disciplined and get off the field. Fourth down and four. With 10.20 on the clock, Garrett Bleakley into punt. Back to return for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana. It's going to be a low snap. It's going to be punted. It's going to be a high kick. It's going to bounce. And it's going to be a scramble as the ball is going to be on the 22. They're going to mark it down. Marble Newtown's ball, but that was very close with 10.06 on the clock, Steve. Yeah, we talk about we joke around. That's why I call him a football player, number eight, Christiana. That was in the hands of Potsgrove. They recovered that. Unfortunately, 
Uh, DeCrecker didn't see. It's not his fault. It bounced. Mm-hmm. You know, they call poison, but he didn't get out of the way in time. That hit him. That was a fumble. Ooh. That was Potsko's ball. I don't know mm-hmm. how Christianic came in there and scooped that off. But now Paoletti comes out on the field to lead his troops. Sophomore quarterback comes out. First down in 10. Ball is spot on the 22-yard line with 10.06 to begin this drive. He's going to go under center. Two tight end set. Fowler's the deep back. They're going to put McEwen in motion. It's going to be a play action pass. And Paoletti's going to throw it for Abelhoff, who is thrown... It was close. He came down with it, Steve. He had a chance. Yeah, he was open. It, you know, this wind's going to play a factor. It sat a little bit on Paoletti. He had his man, though, coming in across the middle uh, down the field and uh, just incomplete there. The ball did sail on him, but I like the attack there on first down. Absolutely, especially with that two tight end set. They're just going to protect Paoletti and let Abel go and get it. Three wide out. Pistol formation for Paoletti. He's going to put Hoff in motion. Low snap is going to be a keeper to the near side. Paoletti is going to fight for a few yards. It's going to be a pickup of about five, third down and five. Great job there. Number 81 in on the tackle for Posgrove on, on that play. DeFrancisco, but Paoletti is a good job. The lead blocker, design run to the left side, and lead blocker Jack Fellows comes in and makes a nice block. And they pick up five yards there, bring up third down. Big third down and five. Ball is spotted on the 27. Trips formation to the near side. Hoff, Weathers, and Rufo. Fouls the deep back. He's going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Low snap. It's going to go to Fouls off the near side. He's going to cut it up, and it's going to be close to the first down. And he is going to pick it up. What a great job by the Ghost. Number 23 this time. Kelsey in on the tag. Right before, as you said, the Ghost takes... The first carry of the ball game and picks up a huge first down. Moves those sticks. Great job by the sophomore running back. In comes Mar- Marlon Weathers to relieve him. Spread formation. Hoff in the slot. They're going to put him in motion to the far side. Pele is going to roll that way. It's going to be dumped down to Abel Hoff. He's going to catch it and go down the sidelines. He's at the 45. Cuts it back. He's going to drag four Falcon defenders with a great job by the senior. Helmets comes off it. Oh, what a tough kid. Goes down the sideline, makes a couple moves, and picks up a huge first down across the midfield. Good job by number seven, Abel Hoff. And on the tackle, Jira Falco. Ball, ball's going to be spot on the, about the 39-yard line. What a great job by the senior to put his head down. Yeah, and he'll have to come out. Helmet came off, but... Yeah, that was a good run there. He's probably coming off anyway for a breather. Good job by the Tigers. Two tight end set. This time Marlon Weathers is going to be in the backfield. They're going to put McEwen in motion. It's going to be a handoff in that direction to the freshman. He's going to make a move, and he's going to juke for about a gain of five. This time McEwen comes in motion, goes to the strong side, and the lead blocker there as Marlon Weathers goes off tackle and picks up a good chunk of yards on first down. Number 51 this time in on the tackle. Jacob Adams, one of the captains for the Posco Falcons. Checking out is Rufio. In comes Kostak. Two tight ends set. One again. They're going to have Kostak in addition to Weathers. Little Weathers is the deep back. And it's going to go in that direction again off the right side. But he's going to be hit after the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down and three with just under eight minutes to go. Tied 0-0. 
Adams once again in on the tackle. He's a force to be reckoned with on the D-line. The senior captain makes the play. And same type of design play there. You put the tight end in motion. Once again, McEwen and uh, Weathers couldn't find as much running room there, but it's going to be third down and two coming up for the Tigers. Big third down as the ball is on the 31. They're in Pottsgrove territory. They're going to put Abel Hoff on the near side. Trips formation. Marlon Weathers. It's going to be a direct snap to Marlon Weathers, who's going to go up the gut. And what a phenomenal push by the offensive line to pick up that first down. Couldn't really tell from our vantage point. It looked like almost a direct snap to Marlon it Weathers. Did. And he got stopped, but he had a bunch of big bodies there pushing the pile. First down, Tigers. Number 64 in on the stop, Michael Gantart for the Falcons. Great drive for the Tigers. They're coming out throwing the ball in addition to run. So a good balance early on in this first quarter. Paletti under center. Two tight ends set. Once again, they're going to put McEwen in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers along the outside. He's going to cut it back, and he is going to take two Falcon defenders and pick up 10 yards on the carry. Good first down run there once again and he's going to pick up the first they give it to him same type of play put McEwen in motion run off tackle and pick up a first down nice cut inside for Weathers and Ryan Finn number nine in on the tackle for the Falcons we're going to send it down to Eric real quick at the 15 that offensive line is getting a real push oh absolutely big guys up front Pat Carr Kyle Kelly Luke Lazowicki just they're just pushing the defensive line on Marlon Weathers on two different plays Probably should have been stopped in the backfield and just made something out of nothing, but that's on the offensive line and also the shiftiness of, of Marlon Weathers. Now they're in a timeout now. And Marble Newtown burned a timeout, but Steve, you would like to say a few words. Yeah, it's uh, with heavy hearts here tonight that uh, heard the news this morning that Joe Fallos, the father of sophomore Jack Fallos, uh, passed away. Um, at a very early age, and uh, you know, here at Tigers Radio Network, the Marble Newtown coaching staff send our condolences to his wife Diane, their children, and the entire uh, Fallows family. Uh, just very tough week here for Marple Newtown, and I can see these guys playing very inspired tonight, uh, playing for Mr. Fallows. And um, if you, I, I had the opportunity to know Joe, and great guy, great family man, and he left such an imprint on so many people that know him, all these parents, such a staple of this program with the boosters, and uh, Jack, just keep running that ball tonight just like your dad wanted to, man. Just like getting that first down that is creating this drive as they come out, first down and 10 on the 15 with 625 on the clock, Paletti under center, it's going to be a play action, and he is going to roll out, he is going to be sacked in the backfield. And that's going to be number 51, Jacob Adams. And they got they got to block him. He is a tough kid up there uh, for the Falcons. And he comes in and makes a nice play. And this is a Falcons defense that has 24 sacks on the seat. Make that number 25. Um, so he's all over the field for this team. And DeFrancisco, we called his name earlier on this drive, he leads the team with six sacks, so this team can get after the quarterback. The offensive line has to do a good job. Been a long drive. It's going to be a sack of seven yards, second down and 17. Double tight end set. Hoff, the lone receiver on the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to cut it back up, but he's only going to pick up about three. 
So they go back to that play, put McEwen in motion, and Weathers tries to find some running room, but Posgrove does a good job on the left side of their D-line to make the stop there. Linebackers come up and make the play. And number 64 in on the tackle for Pottsgrove once again. That's Gantart, Michael Gantart. So third down and 16 here. Playbook is open for Coach Kicking. Third down and 16, five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Empty backfield for Paoletti, five wide receivers. He's going to put Abel Hoff in motion. And he's going to swing past it to the outside. He's going to get a block along the outside. He's going to cut it back up. He's going to get back the penalty yardage. And the field goal unit's going to come out as George Lambricius is going to attempt a field goal. Kobe Baldwin in on the tackler, the sophomore. So it looked like he had some room. That's what you want to do. Get Abel Hoff in space on that little bubble. And uh, But Podsgrove did a good job to come up and make a nice stop on third down. As Lambritios comes in, looks like a 34-yard attempt. Coming into the season, Lambritios was 7 for 11. He's out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Snap is good. Kick is up. And the kick is good. Lambritios puts him on the board with his eighth field goal of the season. Tigers lead 3-0 with 4-10 on the clock. You are listening to this presentation of Marble Newtown Playoff Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help, you'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire at Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Welcome back. Lane Brigios puts his eighth field goal through the uprate, giving the Tigers a 3 to nothing lead. He is ready to kick this one away as the jungle enters the building. Back to return is Grant. In addition to Baldwin, the kick is going to be a spiral. It's going to go into the end zone. It's going to be bobbled, though. It's going to be picked up by Grant. He's going to make a juke move, and he's going to be hit before the 10-yard line. Excellent play there by Cooper Moss to come in and make the tackle, as well as Gino DiCamillo, who's going to be calling the signals on defense, the leader of this defense. But great job there. Great kick, great coverage by Marple Newtown. It's at about the 11-yard line. This drive will start with 4.04 on the clock. This team looks like they're playing inspired tonight. Great opening drive for them. Ends with three points. Let's see if the defense can hold the Falcons here. Doctor comes out. It's going to be I-formation. Barr's going to be the deep back. It's going to be a fullback dive to number 32, Cobert, but he is only going to pick up three. Looks like number 10, the senior, Noah Turner, in on the stop on the three-yard gain for the Falcons. So, Marple Newtown doing a good job so far up front. That was the key to the game. Stop the run, and the front seven has been doing their job so far. The Tigers' defense has only allowed about 10 points per game, Steve. They've been very good this season. As Doctor comes out, three wide receiver set, shotgun formation. He's going to put Barr in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to Barr around the outside. 
Tigers are not fooled. They're going to hit him. It's going to be close to a first down. McKee this time in on the tackle, and they're going to mark it just short. So third and one, and you got to watch that jet sweep. Barr can take it. He's got wheels. you got to also watch Doctor to pull on those jets. We have, we have yet to see Porter get a handoff as he is not in the game currently. It's going to be Barr as Doctor's going to go under center. And he's going to give it to Barr around the near side. He is going to pick up the first down. And Marcus Weathers comes up from the safety position right before a first down run by Barr to move the sticks. First first down of the game for Potsgrove. Marlboro Town coming in this game only allowing their opponent on offense, 28% on third down conversion. So that's going to be key tonight to get off the field on third down. Doctor shotgun formation, three wide receiver set, two to the far side. They're going to put bar in motion. It's going to be another jet sweep as Noah Turner comes from his defensive end position and lays him out, but there is a flag after the play. That was an outstanding job by Noah Turner. He was blocked. It looked like Barr had... He had a huge hole. He had daylight in front of him, nothing but green, but somehow Turner sheds the block and makes a tackle, and there is a flag on the field. Sideline warning against the Tigers. That will be their first. The second time they will be a penalty, correct, Steve? Yeah, next time will be a 15-yard penalty. The Falcons will exchange several players. They're going to change their formation. Second down and eight. It's going to be empty backfield. Five wide receivers. Doctor gets the snap. He's going to look to his left. He's going to throw it to number five. It's going to be intercepted by Marcus Weathers, whose knee was down at the 35. Tigers will get the ball with two minutes to go in the first quarter. What a great job there by Weathers. I mean, he was just in the right place at the right time. I'm not sure what Doctor saw, but... He was pressuring. Again, the wind was playing a factor. I think he had his, a man there, but the ball kind of sailed on him. It's going to be tough out here for the quarterback trying to throw the ball. Doctor, a very good player. Wish he had that one back as it just kind of sailed on him, and Marvin Newtown's going to take over on the turnover. I have to admit, though, Steve, if his knee wasn't down and he had green grass in front of him, he saw the end zone. They will take over. First down in town on 35. Two minutes in the first quarter. Pale Lenny's going to look to his left. He's going to heave it to Abel Hoff. Who's going to die for it? He's going to come down with it at the 40. Picks up a five. A little low throw by Paoletti, but Hoff does a good job to come back to it and get it under his hands for a catch. Tigers are ready. No huddle. Paoletti is going to be a direct snap to Fallows, who's just going to try and dive on it. Ball is still loose. It's going to be picked up by number 53 of Kelly. But the second time we saw that direct snap, this time results in a fumble. Yeah, just snap was a, a little low. Could have been handled, but uh, just went through his fingertips. Luckily, Kyle Ke- Kelly, the captain, heads up play by hand to get it back. So Marlboro Newtown lives to play another down here, third and long for the offense. I have a question, Steve. We haven't seen that all season. It, was that a new wrinkle going into the postseason? It, it is. Something new that they saw they wanted to take advantage of, and it worked the first time. Just, you know, it looked like it, the hole was there this time. Just, uh, you know, mi- miss uh, judgment on the snap. Third down and 22. They're going to put Hoff in motions. Paoletti's going to look to his right. It's going to be a screen back to Christiana. It's going to be incomplete. Tigers were going to have to bring out the punting unit, and Philman's going to get ready. Number 23, 
in on the break up there. Made a nice break on the ball. Madison Kelsey has been on, all over the field tonight in coverage for the Falcons of Pottsgrove. But Marlboro Newtown, it looked like they had the screen there if they were able to complete it. But they're going to have to play defense here. They're going to punt it away. Returning the film and punt is Grant and Barr. The clean snap and He's going to kick it away. It's going to take a Tiger bounce. They're going to mark it at the 15 with 47 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Tigers are up 3 to nothing. Yeah, that's, an, that's actually an excellent punt there. You get no return opportunity to the Falcons' uh, returner there. Uh, and you pin him inside the 20. So good job there by filming. Good snap by Tobin as the defense takes over here for the third time tonight. At the midseed, this has been a very quick first quarter. It has been. Uh, you know, you haven't seen many incompletions, and the uh, team's been running the ball, but it's been good defense so far. First down and 10 from the 15-yard line. Doctor comes out with only 47 seconds remaining in a shotgun formation. Trips to the far side. It's going to be a keeper by Doctor. He's going to pitch it to the outside of the bar, who's still on his feet. There's a flag on the play. He's going to be tackled at the 20. Might be, might be a face man, but Trainer comes in and makes a stop there. They played great. They, they faked it on the zone read. Then it was an option out to Barr, and they played very good defense there. Barr's just a good runner, and they're pointing towards the Falcons, though. The face mask against the Falcons, that's going to back them up, Steve. The play was at the 15, so that's going to be about within the 10-yard line. So it was a face mask, but on the offense there, maybe a stiff arm. Grab the defender's face mask, and uh, it's going to be half the distance to the goal. First down, and 14 balls can be placed on the 11. Clock winding down, most likely the last play of this quarter. Doctor comes out, trips in the near side. He has his fullback, Hobart, beside him. They're going to put Porter in motion. It's going to be a keeper by the doctor, and he's going to get back to penalty yardage. That will do it here at the end of the first quarter. The Marble Newtown Tigers lead three to nothing. You are listening to this presentation of Marble Newtown Playoff Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back to Penny Packer Stadium. Eric, along the sidelines, what is Coach Kicking telling his team who are up 3 nothing? Well, Coach Kicking's pretty pleased with that first quarter. Defensively, they were really good. Offensively, they showed some some good signs running the ball. But he's just telling them, take care of the football. Limit the mistakes here the second quarter and see what they can do. 
Doctor comes out, shotgun formation. It's going to be a keeper by the doctor. He is going to be stopped before the first down marker. It's going to be third down and short to begin this second quarter. This time McKee comes in and makes the stop there. Looked like it was a power to the right side there. They had Porter kick out the end man, and uh, Doctor tried to come off his block, off tackle, but uh, good play there by the senior captain, Matt McKee. I mean, I have to admit, calling him the doctor, I feel like I'm talking about Dr. J half the time. Third down and six. Spread formation. Doctor's going to look to his left. He's going to come back to his right. He found his target. It's going to depend where they spot him. And they are going to mark him as a first down. Is going to be reeled in by Max Stump. And Dr. Ego steps back, three-step drop, a little hitch route, a little curl route to his man. Looked like number 13 on the reception, Max Stump. And he picks up a big first down for Potsgrove there. Stump the senior along the outside. Doctor empty backfield, spread formation to his, and there's going to be a flag on the play, most likely legal procedure. It's going to back him up. It's going to be first down and 15. That's going to back him up, and I believe that's the first, that's the second first down of the game for Podsgrove. They haven't been able to get, you know, past the 30, 40-yard line all game uh, in their first two possessions, first three possessions, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a three and out, then a turnover. And on this drive, they picked up two first downs. Marble Newtown has been taking care of the ball. They've had a few loose plays. You saw the Christiana one in the first quarter as, as well as the Fallows. So two lucky breaks with the interception by Weathers. Doctor spreads out. It's going to be a jet sweep. The bar along the near side. He is going to pick up four. He's almost going to pick up the penalty yardage. There goes Kyle Kelly, the other senior captain, in on the stop there. And Barr, he's shifty. He's quick. And once he finds a gap, he, he can he can really hit that hole. But good discipline there by the Tigers' day. Defense has really showed up, fellas. It's really uh, it's great to see. And I think that uh, in a tight game like this, you're going to need every bit of this. Yep, it's no surprise. They've been doing it all year, that, that, that unit led by Coach Harry Gicking. Without a doubt, Steve. Spread formation. Cobert the lone back. He- Doctor's going to look to his left. He's going to throw it back to his right. Turner jumps about five feet in the air. It's going to be caught across the middle, short of the first down. Reeling it in was Desmond Austin, the 6-1 sophomore. The defensive line had some good pressure, but those receivers of Posco have kept their routes alive. As Schneider finally comes in and makes a tackle, but an excellent job there by Doctor to find his man on a crossing route. Kind of threw across his body there. Good job by the Falcons. Third down and two, ball spotted on the 34 with 9.30 on the clock. Dr. Shotgun formation. And there's going to be a timeout on the field. We're going to keep it here, though. Steve, critical third down and two, got to get off the field. Yeah, I mean, I expect them to maybe go in the power right here or maybe in shotgun, but I expect them to run the ball here, give it to their playmaker, Barr. They need two yards here. Keep this drive going. We'll see what uh, the defense can come up with for Marple Newtown. And I guess Pe- Coach Pennypacker, third and two, a little odd to take a timeout here. It is the second quarter, but you got 9.25 left. I guess he wants to reset the offense a little bit, Steve? Yeah, the offense hasn't been doing much. I mean, you know, they've had two first downs so far this game. You saw the turnover. Uh, so, it, it, you know, I, I like the timeout here. It's a critical situation. You want to keep this drive going because you're already down 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. 
here early in the second quarter. So he wants to he wants to try to get some points here on the board. It's like a game of field position. Marble Newtown's backed them up for the most part, being on their side of the 50. Timeout is over. Third down and two on the 34. Doctor's in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be a... It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamello. And 9.21 on the clock. Marble Newtown forces their second turnover of the half. Great job by Gino DiCamello. Steps in front of the pass and picks it off. I mean, one kid I saw all through, all during the week at practice. Fired up, excited, and very focused before the game tonight. Comes up with a huge play. Second turnover of the game for this defense. Not what you want to see coming out of a timeout. He had, he had the slant pattern. Gino was just able to read it. Marple's got to capitalize. First down and 10 on the 35. Pelletti in the pistol. It's going to be a pitch route to Marcus Weathers, who's going to be able to catch it. He's going to be marked down after a pickup of six. Great co-route there by number 11, Weathers. Another captain on this senior-led team. So, again, 16 seniors. And that's a lot for a Marple Newtown team as... Brothers comes and pulls in a nice throw by Paoletti. So, second down and three on the seven-yard game. Second down and three. Ball spotted on the 28. Trips to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's going to be wrapped up. He's going to pick up the first down. Yep, he picks up a first down there. And number 64 for the Falcons of Pottsgrove. In on the stop. That's Michael Gantart. The senior and Marbury Town moves the sticks there, trying to capitalize on their second turner of the game. They couldn't capitalize on the first one. Let's see what they can do here. Tigers come out, trips formation to the near side. Paletti's going to put Weathers in motion. It's going to go to his brother Marlin, who has some running lane out. To, he's going to make a move at the 20. There's a flag down at the 25, most likely in the area of holding. Yeah, the number seven in on the stop there for Pottsgrove, Kobe Baldwin. But looks like they're going to. Uh, he definitely, he definitely came in, made a, a good tackle. But I got to say, this young man Marlon Weathers, uh, he ran right over him. I, I mean, just to put it out there for our audience, you know. I mean, he's a tough kid. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Only a freshman, but uh, we hope uh, Baldwin is all right as he's down on the field right now after that tackle. Eric along the sidelines. What has the offensive line been like? Because it seems like they're getting such a good push, giving Paoletti time in addition to Weathers. Yeah, the, the offensive line for Marple Newtown is totally dominating the, the line of scrimmage. Um, it, it looks like a game of a man of the men against boys, really, uh, quite frankly. Uh, you know, Lazowicki, 305-pound offensive lineman. I can't believe he's only a junior. We have him for next year. And then Marlon Weathers with this uh, great uh, running effort so far. It's pretty crazy how we have 16 seniors, but we got a lot of young, promising players for next year, too. I'm, I'm pretty pretty amazed here on the sidelines with the play of the offensive line so far. Thank you, Eric. As Coach Geeking is putting a lot of trust into a starting freshman for the first time in playoff since 2011. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just only going to help him make him better. Wait, wait till he's you know, ready for next season, junior season. I mean, and he gets an off-season yeah. under his belt to get bigger. Yeah, this is going to pay off these, these carries as a freshman in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, he's been doing a good job so far. Good to see number seven for Pottsgrove walking off the field on his own. And uh, yep, definitely, definitely a good tackle, though, good technique. But uh, Marlon, uh, 
Look out. As they're going to attack it off, it appears to be about 10 yards. It was a holding call. Ball is going to be spotted on the 35. Second down, first down and 20. Trips to the far side. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers off the far side. He's going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Number 54, Tyler Smith, the junior. In on the tackle there for the Falcons. And uh, this time they put Marcus Weathers in motion. The up back in the formation there. And they hand it off to Marlon Weathers in the pistol. And Marlon Weathers couldn't find much running room there. Going to bring up second down and 21 for the Tigers. Paletti comes out in the pistol. Trips to the near side. Weathers, the wide receiver, to the near side. Pele's going to roll to his right, and he's going to throw in that direction. He's going to be spotted on the 30, pick up of five, third down and long for the Tigers. Number two, William Wallace makes his first tackle of the game from the cornerback position. And Pele rolls out to the right side and finds his man towards the sideline for a short gain. But Marple Newtown with a big third down here. I thought you were going to say freedom. <laughs> Reference to uh, Braveheart right there. Third down and 16 with 6.30 on the clock before the half. Trip to the far side. Weathers. Paletti in the pistol. He's going to roll to his left. He's going to throw it down the middle. He's got an open wide receiver. Tyler Costak comes down with it. 30-yard touchdown for the Tigers. What a great out there by Tyler Kostak. Great protection up front by Marple Newtown. And Paoletti, the sophomore, with such poise, rolls out to the left, plants his feet, and throws it on a huge third down and 16. The Tigers convert. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. 6.20 on the clock. Lambricios in the kick, the extra point. Out of a Carmen Christiana hold, the kick is up. And Lambrigios puts it through the uprights. Tigers take a commanding 10-0 lead with 6.20 on the clock. You are listening to this presentation of Marple Newtown Playoff Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Kostak finds the end zone, makes it 10 to nothing. Lambricios in the kick it away. He launches it back into the one-yard line. It's going to be brought out by Grant. He's going to bring it out, and he is going to be tackled along the sidelines. He's going to be out close to the 30. Bobby Sidero makes a nice tackle there. Looked like the runner had the edge on the outside. That was Avery Grant, the sophomore, running back and kick returner. But uh, Bobby Sidero, the sophomore, tough kick, comes in and makes a nice play. 
Ball's going to be spotted on the 29 with 6.13 on the clock. Doctor has thrown two interceptions. Last drive was picked off by Gino DiCamillo. Tigers converted it into points. This time, three wide receiver set. It's going to be a handoff, and he is going to be hit in the backfield by McKee. On the carry was Hobart. Matt McKee comes in and makes an excellent stop there for the Tigers. So, two-yard two pickup. Tigers playing inspired football here as they have a 10 to nothing lead. Falcons looking to get on the board. They come out, I-formation, bar the back. And they're going to call it, it depends, whether they got Marple Newtown to jump or it's going to be off sides. Looks like they might have jumped a little early. Oh, no, they're going to call Marple Newtown on that one. So encroachment. It's going to give them a free five yards, make it second down and three. The Falcons with 5.37 on the clock, Steve. They're going to try and find a way to put up points because Marble Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. That's right, and this defense has been playing well. they got to make a stop here. It would be nice to go into this half up 10 nothing for this coach kicking uh, offense. I formation. Ball is loose. It's on the ground. Doctor's going to pick it up and run out to the far side. Tigers are not fooled. Clicking at all cylinders. That's right. Excellent job there. By the Tigers' defense, no Turner this time, so bad exchange there, center to quarterback. But Doctor's a good job picking up and trying to make something out of nothing, but it's uh, going to lose a couple of yards there. Another big third down here, Marlboro Newtown. They've been forcing third downs all game long. And let's see if they can get off the field here, get the ball back into Anthony Paoletti's hands. Loss of one after the box snap. Doctor comes out, shotgun formation, trips to the far side. And the Falcons are prepared once again. Critical play. They're going to burn another timeout. We're going to step aside. Marble Newtown leads 10 to nothing. You are listening to this presentation of Marble Newtown Playoff Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220 extension 3 or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com third down here third down and four marble newtown has two timeouts in their pocket if they stop doctor it's gonna be a slam pattern it's gonna be reeled in by number six who's gonna take it to the 50 desmond austin picks up a much needed first down for the falcons Great play call out of the timeout there by Coach Penny Packer's team. Doctor finds his target. Austin on the slant, and good tackle there by Gino DiCamo, the captain, because if he doesn't make the stop there, uh, the receiver has some running room. But fresh hit it down for Potsgrove, 50-yard line, four minutes to go. They're down 10 nothing. DiCamo, the leading tackler on the squad with 72 stops on the season. Doctor in the shotgun. 
He's going to roll to his right. He's going to roll back to his left. Looked like a hold. But coming up on the snob was Bagel. No Bagel, no Bagel, no Bagel. Ryan Schneider. <laughs> That's right. Schneider makes a great play coming up from the safety position and making the stop on Doctor because Doctor, when you give him running room, he's going to take it. And it looked like Matt Turner just slipped on it. He had... He was chasing Doctor down from the backside and slipped. And the offensive lineman just kind of pushed him down and laid on him to not allow him to get up. And Doctor rolled out. But Schneider comes in and makes a nice tackle. Six-yard carry for Doctor. Second down and four from the 44. Trips to the far side. Marple Newtown almost jumps once again. It's going to be a read option. It's going to be pitch the bar around the outside. He is going to be hit at the 40. Good job by the football player, Carmen Christiana. Christiana comes up, makes a nice play. Tough to defend that option. Marble does a good job, even though Potter's going to pick up a first down. But this is where Marble Newtown's defense needs to really buckle down here and not a lot of, let up a touchdown before the half. And very interesting, they didn't measure that one. Maybe he got it just by the nose, but it was very close. First down and 10 from the 40 with three minutes on the clock. They're going to put Barr in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep once again. He's going to cut up back the field. Kyle Kelly in on the stop for the Tigers. Kelly does a good job of squeezing down, opening up his shoulders and making a nice tackle there on Barr. Barr looks to be getting a little hot there. They're going to keep giving him the ball, but the defense comes up big. Amazing how uh, we see a lot of things mimicked from Sunday afternoons, and that's a, that, that play is very indicative of what you see the Eagles do, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's what these coaches learn from sometimes, watching Saturdays and Sundays. Trips formation to the far side. Doctor's going to throw it back to his left, though. It's going to be caught along the sidelines. That is going to be number 10, Bailey Delp, but they're going to mark him close to the first down marker. They're going to give him the first down. Yeah, they're going to give it to him. Clock stops, 2-18. Kelly checks out of the game. Big Laza Wiki comes in. Ball is spotted on the 29. Two minutes for Doctor. Spread formation. Porter in the slot. They're going to put Porter in motion. It's going to be a jet this time to him around the outside. Tigers are doing a good job of sealing the edge. The ball is loose. McKee comes in and makes a tackle. Second down. Looks like Potsgrove might have fell on it. If it was even a foam, not sure who was down or not from our vantage point, but second down and nine. Good job on first down by the Tigers' day. Eric, was the ball loose? Yeah, it looked like the ball was loose, but uh, the guy, on, the, the player on Potsgrove recovered it. Looked like number 51, I believe, had it recovered anyway for them. That is Jacob Adams, the senior. Second down and ten. They're going to put Barr in motion. They're going to fake the jet sweep. Doctor is going to be rolling around in there, and he is going to be taken down for a Noah Turner sack around the 40-yard line. It's going to be a loss of at least 10. These DNs are lethal for the Tigers' defense. Lethal. Matt Trainer and Noah Turner, that combination all season long, has made such big plays for this defense. Trainer comes in, forces Porter to roll out, and traps him. And Turner finishes him off. Good job by the day. His sixth sack of the season ties the Marple Newtown record from five years ago. And your brother Nick Reynolds loves it. Third down and 21. Tigers coming after Doctor. He's going to throw it. It's too tall. The only man in the area was Tyler Kostak with 57 seconds. Fourth down, 21. 
Marlboro Newtown has been doing their job on third downs. I said only allowed 28% on third down conversions for the offense coming into this game. They've been following that up tonight as Potts are going to punt it away and give Marlboro Newtown an opportunity to put some points on the board. Legally in the punt this one. Back to return is Carmen Christiana. It is a high kick. He's going to call for the fair catch. He's going to be at the 20 as the Tigers are going to take over. Sure hands, sure hands Carmen Christiana comes in. Great job there. This family just uh, sitting about 10 feet away from us, and uh, they're enjoying this. What a beautiful atmosphere, great night, and uh, as the offense comes out here on the field, and, you know, once again, Steve, this defense playing unbelievable on the road. Yeah, they, they led this team here, led them to an 8-2 and two record, and they are playing very inspired tonight for many reasons. Hoff is going to be in the backfield. They're going to have two tight ends, McEwen in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff, who's going to break free. He's around the outside. He has the first down and more. He's still on his feet. He's going to step out of bounds at the 44-yard line, pick up a 24 on the play for the senior. Hoff, the old Delco, comes out. First carry of this drive, under a minute to go. Takes it outside, gets the edge, and gets some... Good yardage there behind his lead blocker, number 11, Marcus Weathers. Tigers still have two timeouts. Ball is spotted on the 45 to give him an additional yard. Tigers come out, same formation, Hoff the back. It's going to go to Hoff. Around the outside he goes. He's going to take a Falcons defender with him. He's going to gain three with 34 now. One thing that we haven't mentioned tonight yet, guys, and... uh... I, I'm, I'm afraid to mention it, but we haven't mentioned it. It's a good thing, and it's because we're in the playoffs. The efficiency of this referee crew has been excellent. Very efficient, quick with time. The mechanics are very good. This is a crew that will referee deep into this football season, this playoff season. Yep, you love to see that. Please don't jinx it. <laughs> Second down and eight for the Tigers. It's going right back to Abelhoff. He's going to go up the gut. He's going to dance around a defender. He's going to get to the Pottsgrove 49. Four-yard pickup. And the Tigers are content on letting the clock run out, it seems. Yep, Coach Kicking is content with his letting this clock run out. And going into halftime with a 10-point lead. Doesn't want to turn the ball over as well as this defense is playing. And they will take a timeout. Tigers have third down and five. Ball is spotted on the 50. Eight seconds to go. Maybe take a chance down the field. Yeah, it looks like you know, he called timeout just to give the Tigers one more play to be able to go into the end zone. So. Yeah, there was a lot of time that came off the clock, Steve. Is that by design in terms of just protecting a lead and then maybe just take one shot here? I, I think so. They want to take one shot left. They're on the 50-yard line. Let, let Paoletti heave it into the end zone. you got the big six-foot-plus target of Marcus Weathers. Maybe a little jump ball to him. We, but, we've seen this offense in 90 seconds get pretty down, pretty pretty uh, pretty far down the field very quickly. Um, I I don't think there was as much time as he would have liked. So do you think that he decided on that before the drive started? I said, seems like a silly question, but you understand what I'm saying. No field goal either because the wind's blowing against you most likely. Very true. Although if you look at the flags on the top of the field goal, he'll be kicking through. It is going with us. So 
Yeah, we'll see. I expect Paoletti to maybe heave this one into the end zone or maybe, you know, a quick quick out route, maybe try to set up uh, Lambrizio. I mean, Lambrizio did not miss a field goal in warm-ups, so uh, he, he's feeling pretty good tonight. Two tight ends set for Paoletti. He's going to drop back, and he is going to throw it intended for Abelhoff. Three seconds remain, fourth down and five. I expect the Tigers probably stay on the field, Steve. One so more there, chance. There you go right there, Steve. Yeah, he was trying to get the out at the 40, maybe maybe set something up for Lambricios, although that still would have been a gigantic field goal. Yeah, you got to watch with the, the trajectory of those kicks. So far, away right, line drive, you don't want to get something blocked before halftime. Or returned. Exactly, and with three seconds left, fourth down, they're going to keep the offense. Smart move, just make sure if you're Paoletti. I mean, by the time he steps back and, and he's it, there's going to be zeros on the clock. As back is Porter and company to make sure there's a prevent defense. Paoletti's going to throw a nice little hitch to Marcus Weathers. The pad, the stats, he's at the 30. He's going to be tackled down at the 25. That will do it for the first half. The Marple Newtown Tigers lead 10 to nothing. They will get the ball to begin the second half. You are listening to this presentation of Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network. Some people say... It's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember... If you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire at Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach 
utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back to Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Pottsgrove High School, Penny Packer Field at Pottsgrove High School Stadium. I am Jim Alsman. Welcome back. And uh, typically, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we, pay, we play a full load of commercials during halftime, and we're on the road. And uh, quite frankly, we don't have to pay as many bills as uh, we say in the business. So uh, we're looking at the Marple Newtown Tiger marching band coming onto the field. They're going to be entertaining the Pottsgrove and Marple Newtown crowds here. I'm alongside play-by-play emeritus Bob Herp. And, Bob, welcome back to the broadcast. Oh, good evening, Jim. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, everybody out there in Tiger's Pride Land. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, it's definitely a pleasure to have you back with us making the trip. And uh, for those of you that uh, don't know about Bob, he was our first play-by-play announcer, as I had said, and uh, he now writes for various um, websites and did an excellent article that we were talking about on the way up about the uh, 30th anniversary of uh, Pelly Lindbergh's demise, and uh, who uh, was a Flyers goalie way back when, and uh, I highly suggest searching on Bob's name and uh, taking a look at this article. Well, Bob... Back to football. You know, this has been an interesting game because, really, if you th- if you think about it, coming into this, and we were talking about this a little bit on the way up. If you think about it, if you had asked me, you know, coming into this, I would have never thought that if you said one team is going to come out flat, I obviously would have thought it would have been the, would have been the Marple Newtown Tigers. They got they got out of, they had to get out of school early. They had to prepare and get on the bus and make a long trek here we made the same trek and it takes a little bit out of you i mean it's there's some stress involved and they have come out like they are playing at crozier keystone stadium well that's true this is not exactly like going from marple newtown all the way out to hershey it's just a short little jaunt up 422 but you're right i mean usually we're used to seeing the shoe on the other foot in terms of playing styles it's uh Pottsgrove is embracing the old Ray Junta deliberate style, and Marble Newtown under Coach Gicking is the one that's coming out, uh, you know, firing away. And I am impressed, as I have been all season, with the way the defense has tracked Dr. the quarterback, has given him absolutely no room to operate, no time and no space, and it showed there were two interceptions and zero points to show for it. It helps when you have a defensive line with lots of pressure, but Harry Gicking, the defensive coordinator for this team, is very much a perfectionist. He demands that of his players in a very positive way, mind you, but he is a perfectionist, and he expects players to be in certain places on that field defensively. And then when you have the pressure on top of it, you have Noah Turner coming in off that edge, it creates havoc for quarterbacks. Well, it's very simple, Jim, and everybody out there. Execution and positioning. And Marple Newtown has that every single snap 
so far, save for maybe one, I'd say one or two plays with the long uh, passing plays that Doctor completed. But aside from that, it has been spot on. Yeah, and, you know, here's the thing. In, in one half of football, they, uh, Potsgrove has turned the ball over twice, and that is not a good recipe at any level of football to come away with a win. They're going to need to come out, and they're going to need to put points on the board on their first drive, the Falcons' first drive. So, you know, this has been a, a, a half that I have to be honest with you. I've been watching Marble Newtown football for a very long time since I can remember going to Harry Harvey Stadium in the 80s. And I did not predict that we would be shot out of a cannon like this. Um, the touchdown that happened was just a beautiful pass. And the nice thing about this is that Paoletti is only going to continue to warm up in the second half. Well, here's the interesting thing is that whether the wind is blowing across the field from the Potsgrove side to the visitor's side here, it has not been a factor except on the Paoletti's touchdown pass. If there's no wind tonight, maybe that ball goes to the back line. But the wind was able to knock it down enough for the player to make a reception. It's funny that you say that because during film session this week with the radio crew that we do every Thursday night and we, we evaluate film, and you know, we noticed that toward the end of the season we thought that his ball trailed off just a little bit at the end of his throws. And we had asked Steve Reynolds, our resident expert, who obviously played the game far more than any of us, uh, you know, well, the rest of us played it a lot in Tecmo Bowl Madden. Yeah, yeah. But. But his, his ball has seemed to trail off a little bit, and you can tell tonight that there is a clear zip on that ball. Actually, Dave DePasqua had mentioned that before at pregame. Yes, in spite of uh, the wind, which is hawking uh, f- from the north to the south at about 20, 25 miles an hour, gusting with the wind you know, behind here. We have the flags at the top of the, uh, the stands here, stiffly and straight for the entire game. But yes, it's, it's amazing that, that the poise Paoletti has shown and the, the strength that these balls have had every time he's dropped back to pass. Yeah, without a doubt, and uh, he's a heck of a player. He's only a sophomore, and I really think the bet is yes, the, the, the best is yet to come, coming up in this third and fourth quarter. But then, obviously, for this young man's career. Well, of course, if you're up ten nothing, you get the ball back. You put all the pressure on Potsgrove's defense to come out, and as you saw at the last possession of the first half, Marple Newtown can move the ball through the air and on the ground nearly at will yes it helps when you have one player like Hoff who even if he's not involved in every play of the game he must be accounted for well to kick off this contest when Marple Newtown had uh, its first possession Perry dropped back and Abel Hoff was wide open down the middle now had that pass been completed it would have been a demoralizing play to Potsgrove on the order of uh, Mike Victor to Sean Jackson if you remember five years ago back down in, in Washington D.C. In that game, which set the tone for that 59-28 victory. Without a doubt. Actually, I YouTube that every once in a while to see that flick of a wrist by Michael Vick. And uh, I'm not, to be very honest with you, I don't know if there's been many quarterbacks in my life I've seen that control a football like him. But definitely Paoletti has put the zip on the ball tonight. And, and like I said, we, we noticed toward the end of the season that we weren't sure if it was arm strength or technique. Obviously, you're playing a full season. And, and guess what? Um, there's been some games where Paoletti has thrown a lot, but he has not shown any degradation tonight. No, no signs of arm fatigue whatsoever. And that's going to be an excellent sign as it's only going to get uh, windier and colder 
as the night goes on. Yeah, and I think coming up in this second half that's going to be key to this as much as as important the defensive line has been. The offensive line, obviously, holding up is going to be. And it's a lot of those players are the same guys. So hopefully they can keep continue to keep that get going. Uh, what do you like out of Pottsgrove's offense at this point that maybe they could get a spark in that first drive? Well, the only thing that I'm seeing was that in the shotgun set, Dr. Head, any time at all to, to maneuver, to run a fake, do the jet sweep. Once they were just under center, Mark Newtown was there within one second, two seconds, right on the ball, three, four guys on the ball carrier. And it only was that last possession that uh, Pottsgrove in the first half where there was any room to operate, and it was over the middle. So Doctor would be wise, and, and the Pottsgrove offensive coaching staff would be wise to put him in as many shotgun situations with as many receivers as possible, put that ball up in the air, and see what happens. Because we know when they tried to do the dump-offs over the middle, two were successful for long games, and two were intercepted. Yes, well, you know, there's a very good coach on the other side of that field. Coach Penny Packer has been here for 25-plus years, and I know that playoff atmosphere, playoff games, and this type of situation are no stranger to him, and I assure you that there will definitely be halftime adjustments, and Marple Newtown may very well see a different team coming out of the half. Uh, I think that's absolutely for certain. It's only a 10 nothing deficit, but uh, to the coaching staff on the other side, it may as well be 25 nothing, and there needs to be a different mindset going on. Without a doubt, and... Obviously, protecting the football. So what we'll do, Bob, is we will step aside for about 60 to 90 seconds. We'll be back on. Dave will be joining us. We have about five minutes left in the half. Marple Newtown Tiger Marching Band on the field. They are entertaining the, the folks here. It is a tremendous atmosphere. Until then, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pottstown, Pennsylvania, on the campus of Pottsgrove High School. Pottsgrove High School Stadium, Penny Packer Field, named after the... Uh-oh. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015... This is what happens when you engineer and try to host this. Anyway, please support Zenith Public Adjusters. The, um, the field, ironically, as I was saying, is named after the current head coach and uh, well-revered here, uh, very successful. And uh, we, we welcome back in Bob Herpin, along with Dave DePasqua, who's uh, going to be joining us, obviously, for the second half here. And Steve Reynolds will be joining us shortly. And Bob, go right ahead. Hey, uh, I just want to let everybody know out here that this is the first time I have had the opportunity to see a Marble Newtown football playoff game since 2009 when the Tigers radio network was just starting out and taking its act on the road. That night, the Tigers lost to Owen J. Roberts on the road at Owen J. Roberts High School. It was a pretty good licking by the home team. And a really good running back that and, year. Right. I remember that. And we, we were, it was just a, a, a four-man operation. I was running back and forth between the non-heated press box and the outside giving updates on a flip phone every scoring play and every quarter pre-game and post-game. And I just want to compliment Jim and the job that Dave and Steve and Eric and everybody has done here with the Tigers Radio Network. We are out here exposed to the elements. And this is where really the true bonds are formed. We have monster electronic equipment, multiple headsets. We're able to have a, a great you know, a series of discussions in the pregame, halftime, and postgame. And this has been a tremendous setup, and, and I couldn't have asked for a better time to come out Again, here as the emeritus voice. Yes, well, no, I appreciate you coming out, and I appreciate you uh, always coming out, and our 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 St. Joe's Prep connection, and our legal counsel Phil Press, who uh, who, who re- reminded me this morning that he had uh, yet to come out to a game, and he was going to try to make it out, but he was basically stuck in wor- uh, work and court all day. But St. Uh, Joe's Prep uh, apparently up fourteen nothing. Ah, okay, very nice, very nice. So we are we are very grateful to have everyone here. And, yeah, this operation has come a long way. Uh, technologically speaking, this is quite an undertaking what we have here tonight. And we'll post some pictures online later. Uh, but I want to thank our sponsors uh, who um, have supported us all season. And this is a freebie for them. So, actually, they should be thanking us. But we always support, <laughs> thank them, appreciate their support. And we also want to thank the Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club who, quite frankly, had a very tough week this week, and Steve Reynolds had mentioned it with the passing of Mr. Fallows, and uh, so, but we appreciate their support. They, they have really helped us out. They fed the radio network and they made sure that we were taken care of. On the way to the snack bar, I ran into a classmate, a classmate of mine on the way, and he said he was here to support the Fallows, so it's a community aspect. Everyone has come out and trying to help this Tiger team play inspired football. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, what we'll do is we got about, uh, well, we can actually keep it right here. They're, we're, we're running uh, down on halftime. They're going to put another three minutes on the clock, ladies and gentlemen, and then the teams will come out and warm up. But uh, it's been an exciting first half. And like I said, I, I definitely appreciate the support of the Marple Newtown Football Boosters Association. They do a great job. You know, when you get into the playoffs, it's quite an undertaking. Bob and I have talked about this before. You know, when you want to get deep into December and make it to Hershey, you're playing almost another three-quarters of a season. And then uh, on top of that, these booster clubs have to keep this football program going. And, you know, the money often stops from a from from the, you know, you know there's a budget and set, but then there's all these other things that have to happen, and buses and, you know, um, 
winter Thing, sports start. Winter sports start and things like this. Like we do have to uh, somehow get covered and, and, and accounted for. And so they do a great job. And, and after the week they've had with uh, losing someone that was important to their operation and the program, they've just it's been seamless. So I'm so happy to see what the result has been so far. We'll keep those good vibes going. Dave, going into the second half, you know, we, Bob and I remarked that Potts Grove, the Falcons came out a little flat. What do you expect out of them in the second half? I expect them to pound the ball. I think they're going to go I-formation. They had some success on that jet sweep to the outside. I expect to be a lot of handoffs to Barr. We haven't seen a lot of Porter. Steve was saying about how he's rushed for 1,000 yards. They're not very... He's been lined up as a wide receiver, so expect him to probably come back and utilize him to the outside as well as Barr. So there's probably a lot of pounding the ball, but they can't afford to for long because they're down 10 nothing, two-score game. Well, Dave, that's interesting because Jim and I were uh, just remarking, I, I had brought up the fact that Doctor really only had any time to to fire off the football when he was in a shotgun formation. That's what I was banking on. I say as long as there's a shotgun formation, every maybe every other play, every third play, mm-hmm. uh, Potsgrove will be able to move the ball because once they put it in the air, save the two interceptions, they've done a good job. Well, there's two interceptions by Marple Newtown. The one was an overthrow, and the second one was a great play by DeCamillo on a slant pattern. So they haven't actually been throwing it down the field. So Marple Newtown's been playing aggressive and being able to jump on those opportunities. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting. Again, uh, you know, Bob and I remarked we didn't expect for the Falcons to come out this flat. So, you know, for, for their fans and, and, and the folks that are here and people that are listening that may be supporting them, you know, I think the good news is is that they, they have an opportunity. Um, it's close enough to turn it around. If they can play inspired football like we've seen on film, I think they'll be in back in this football game. Now, they had two turnovers in the first half. You're fortunate to be only down 10 to nothing. Without a doubt. Especially when they got the ball on their own 40 and weren't able to convert. They had to punt it away. So they were able to make a few stops. If they're able to get a few stops, begin the second half, and get some momentum, Marple Newtown's had field position the entire first half. they got to continue that. However, Potsgrove goes down 13-0 or 16-17-0. Mm-hmm. The complexion absolutely changes, and there's going to be more gambling. You know, you're talking about how more, uh, Potsgrove isn't throwing the ball down the field necessarily. Jim and I said, well, in a shotgun formation, maybe you're not going to do those. 10-yard passes is going to have to be 20, 25 yards down the field. Right. But they're not getting protection. That that credits the Marple Newtown defensive line. Exactly. Who've been a force to be reckoned with all season. Noah Turner picks up his sixth sack of the season, the most since 2010 by Chris Kirkian. And in addition to players like Trainer, you have DiCamillo coming up, leading the team in tackles. You're getting help by my piece I stated earlier in the week. You're getting help at all levels. you got Carmen Christian in the secondary. DiCamillo in the middle, and the guys up front. Only allowing 10 points per game. They're aiming for their fourth shutout this season. Yeah, they, you know, that's something that's very interesting to bring up. You're absolutely right. So this defense is really, you know, lighting it up uh, at a good moment in time. You know, Bob and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We are talking about St. Joe's prep football. You know, at this point, when you enter that playoff season and you're going to be playing potentially another three-quarters of a season, now it's about your team getting better and keeping your guys focused and in it. And that's all That's all a head coach needs to be really concerned about at this time of year. Bob? Well, absolutely. Uh, the kicking, uh, coaching staff has Marble Newtown locked in at this point, and you, you don't really see any reason why they would uh, become unglued or unfocused right now with all the good they've done in the first half with the shutout. 
Marble Newtown has been flinging the ball all over the place. Tonight, different mindset. Two tight end set, you're putting McEwen and Turner in motion and pounding the football. You're seeing a lot of runs. Abelhoff at the end of the half ripping off 20 yards. You're seeing more time of possession, something that Tigers weren't really wary of as there's two minutes before kickoff. Absolutely. Well, here's what we're going to do. we got two minutes left remaining in this warm-up period. They're going to get started the second half. we got to pay. We got to pay a few bills and play a few things. Welcome back to second half. Steve and Dave and Bob will be back. I'll be back. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of District 1 Football on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano in the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Brumar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. And now, coming to you live from high atop the 50-yard line at Penny Packer Field on the campus of Pottsgrove High School in Pottsgrove, Pennsylvania, here is Jim Alsman, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePenzima, and Dave DePasqua. We welcome you back to Penny Packer Field here at Pottsgrove High School. Marple Newtown has a 10 to nothing lead, and we'll get the ball to begin the second half. Before we uh, say anything else, I just want to thank Bob Herpin for halftime. He'll be coming on a little bit later, sporadically out the second half, and at the end of the game, I'm sure we'll do a wrap-up. He's also taking over our Twitter account tonight, so those of you following on Twitter, Give a follow to Bob Herpin. We'll make sure we tweet out his Twitter handle. He's uh, one of the uh, great hockey journalists in the area. Dave, Steve. Thank you, Jim, and especially Bob. Following it. In addition to Tommy Peel, who is our spotter up here in the booth. I guess not really booth. I guess it's the stand, Steve. That's right. A lot of alumni here. Jock Peterson. You got the Trio Brothers. The Delco Dream out here tonight is Igledinger, Gallagher, Ratecki. A lot of guys out here tonight. Leakley gets a squib kick to begin the second half. The Tigers will pick it up at the 25, lowering the shoulder. And number 12 of the Tigers, I believe that's Dolgarian, yep. to be able to pound that's his weight, pound the, pound the rock to the 40. And number 32 in on the tackle there. Javon Cobert, the sophomore. This drive will begin at the 37-yard line with 11.55. Out goes Pale Eddie under center. Two tight end set. They're going to put McEwen in motion. And the handoff's going to go to Fowles on the far side. He's going to cut it up. He had to, He's going to drag a fellow Falcon for a gain of four. 
Against number 51, Jacob Adams, a senior. Been on a lot of plays tonight. Tough guy to block, but there goes Jack Fellows off the right tackle. And picks up a good three yards there on first down. You'll take that every time. Marple Newtown's offensive line has to be acknowledged tonight for the great push they are giving these running backs in addition to the time for Paoletti to throw the ball. Second down and seven from the 40-yard line comes Paoletti. Hoff, the low wide receiver to the near side. Falcons applying pressure. Paoletti's going to roll. He's going to heave it intended for Marcus Weathers, who's going to be tackled at the 35-yard line, but no pass interference. Oh, man, there was a lot of contact there. Not sure if their feet got tangled, but it looked like he got pulled. I blame Jim Alsman for crediting this crew because he was full out tackled at the 35. I don't see it, fellas. I disagree. I thought that was terrific coverage. And just backing up his words, Steve. Third, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third down and seven from the 40 after the incomplete pass to Marcus Weathers. Something happened there. I don't know if his feet got tangled or uh, someone got pulled, but nonetheless, third down for the Tigers. Trips to the near side for the sophomore quarterback. He's going to roll out to his left. It's going to be a wheel route, but Paoletti's just going to dive, and he's going to be hit in the backfield. Number 54 this time in on the sack. Tyler Smith, the junior defensive lineman, and the Tigers are three and out to start off the second half. This is going to be a loss of about a yard. Philbin's in to kick his second punt of the night. To return is Grant as well as Barr. Clean snap for Philbin. They come in for the block. It is a high kick. And it is going to be dropped. The ball is loose. And it's going to be rattled about the 23-yard line. Dolgarian popped him, but didn't turn his head around. The ball was loose. Yeah, and that's a tough play. Dolgarian, I mean, full step, full speed downfield. Uh, he did the right thing there. Excellent coverage by him, and he just made a hit. And not his fault that he didn't know the ball was loose. Yeah, not even sure he saw the ball yeah. was loose, Steve. Didn't see the ball. I mean, that's where you got to rely on other guys to be down the field to hop on that. But fortunate break for the Falcons to take over. Doctor comes out this for the second half. 10-21 on the clock. Ball is spotted at the 24-I formation. It's going to go to Barr, and he's going to be hit in the backfield. Marcus Weathers applying the pressure. Great job by Weathers and McEwen there on the Tigers' day for no gain. Tigers came into tonight only allowing about 10 points per game. They're going for their fourth shutout this season. Second down in 10. As the Falcons have their first possession of the second half. I formation. Doctor gives it the bar. He's going to be bottled up after a pickup of about three. Noah Turner, defensive end. Sheds a block, pinches down just like he's taught. Makes a nice play on bar for a three-yard gain. Big third down coming up here for the Falcons. Third down and seven for the Falcons. Doctor on the night has two interceptions. One by Marcus Weathers, the other one by Gino DiCamillo. Doctor has... Trips to the far side. He's going to roll that way. He's going to bring it back, and he is going to hurdle a defender, and he is going to be tackled down 
Noah Turner in on the stop. There goes Noah Turner again, but Matt Trainer, McKillen forced that play inside. The defense is doing such a good job containing. They've been doing it all year, not breaking contain. These defensive ends have been all over the field, and they force Doctor to roll back in, and Turner trips him up on third down. Tigers are going to get the ball back. Fourth down and five. Bleakley in the punt. High snap. Bobbles the ball. The ball is loose at the 10. He's just going to kick it. Marple Newtown's going to have great field position to begin this drive. Garrett Bleakley couldn't handle the high snap, but he does a pretty good job to just get it away. Could have been a lot disastrous. Uh, it was a good snap, but he, he it was a little high for him. Definitely a good snap. Yeah, he, uh, just a little, little, a little high. You said for him, for his height, but uh, did a good job of turning around and getting it away. But Tigers are going to take over with excellent field position. And he's only five nine, so it was a bit over his head. I mean, it's not like it was Michigan State where he's punting it into his own teammate and running it back. But it's just a little different. Eight twenty nine to begin this drive for Paoletti. Mike. Two wide receivers, Weathers and Hoff. Marlon Weathers, the deep back. Paletti drops back. He's looking down the field. He's going to throw it over the middle. Intended for Marcus Weathers. A bit short. Not sure if he could get a lot into that throw. I don't think he could, could have stepped up into the pocket. There was some pressure, but decent protection by the Tigers. Uh, hard to tell what happened there. Not sure if the ball stabbed him or if he, it's just a case of him not being able to step up and find his man Weathers. But going to bring up second down and ten for this Tigers out. I have a question for you, Steve. Wouldn't you want to try and drain the clock? You're up by 10. You're in their territory. Start running the ball and try and just allow this offensive line well, to get their groove. They see some matchup uh, problems here that the Falcons are having. So they're trying to capitalize there, but I do expect them to run the ball. Trips formation to the far side. The read option as Marlon Weathers is hit in the backfield. Loss of three. 64 for the Falcons. Michael Ganter in on another tackle. The senior comes up big there. It'll be third down and long for the Tigers. Third down and 13 for Paoletti and company. Last time the Tigers faced third and long, Paoletti found Kostak for a huge touchdown pass to make it 10 to nothing. Let's see what Coach Kicking calls here. On the far side is Mar- Marcus Weathers as well as Rufo. On the near side is Kostak and Hoff. They're going to put Kostak in motion, put trips on the far side. Low snap. Paoletti is getting pressured. He's going to throw a wheel down the sidelines intended for Rufo. And there's a penalty flag at the 15-yard line. I was waiting for a flag. I didn't see anybody really react. I thought maybe I was seeing things, but it looked like he was kind of held there and couldn't get his arms up. On the other, It was on the other side of the field, but we had a good vantage point right on our sight lines. And the, the defender was holding his hands down, not allowing him to get them up. Um, an efficient call, and the correct one, and as was the last one that you guys killed me on. <laughs> Possible makeup call for the last one. Now, this is interesting. It's going to be a pass interference, Steve, which will give him a first okay, down. So it's, it's a, it looks like it's a 15-yard penalty. Correct. And uh, it's going to give the Tigers an automatic first. Now, I don't think it's an automatic in high school when you get a pass interference, but since it was only, only thir- third yeah, and 13, that 15 yards marked off the first, Tigers are in great striking distance. Two tight end set from the 25. It's going to be a handout to Marlon Weathers, who's going to dance around the defender. He's going to spin off another one. He's going to be close to the first down marker, about seven on the carry. Ryan Finn 
in on the stop as well as Tyler Smith there. But that same play they were running in the first half successfully, you put the tight end in motion. This time McKillen, he shuffles across the formation to lead blocker as Weathers cuts back and picks up good yardage on first down. Second down and three from the 18 with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Tigers lead 10 to nothing, knocking on the door. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff around the corner. He's going to spin off one defender, and he's going to pick up the first down as he continues to drive the pile. And he keeps on going, and he is, looks like he's inside the ball's right at the 10. Another Tiger first down, so first and goal for the Tigers, though. And it looks like number five, Porter, in on the stop there. First down and goal from the 10-yard line. Two tight ends set for Paoletti. It's going to go to Hoff. He's going to make a juke move in the backfield. He's going to try and get the edge, but has nothing more. Eric Alaw, our man in the red zone tonight. What has it been like down there? Well, it's, it's pretty exciting right there. I mean, that penalty was huge because that could have stopped their drive there. But uh, players are amped up. The crowd behind me is pretty excited about it. See if they can punch this one in the end zone right now. That was the nail in the coffin for Marple, right? Absolutely, Eric. Second down and goal from the eight. What do you think they're going to do, Steve? Run it in, pound it in, or look for Cossack or Weathers? Well, I'll never know if it could be a jump ball to Weathers, but it looks like they're in this formation where Haas going to get the ball. It's going to be two wide receivers, but it appears that there is a timeout on the field. Marple Newtown will burn their first. We're going to keep it here with 6.32 on the clock. Yeah, I mean, uh, this has been interesting so far, you know, to pick up on what Eric just said. I, I Look, you know, we're 6.32 in the third. If they, put ahead, if they put a touchdown in the end zone right here, as Bob noted in halftime, it really changes the complexity of this game for Pottsgrove because they're going to have to gamble a lot, Steve. And they're, and they're a running team, so... And this is going to be about the defense pinning their ears back and us taking some gambles. So I have to say that this touchdown, if it goes in, is going to be indicative of the scene uh, in rounders at the end when uh, uh, Malkovich's character says, all your hopes and dreams are dashed. Collapse, kapooey. And that's what's going to happen. This, It's going to let a lot of air out of this stadium. But this is a good team. That's why they're here. But this touchdown will really, really changed the complexity of, of this game. And I have to admit, right now you have the matchup of Marcus Weathers, who is one, guarded by Avery Grant, the six, uh, the 5'10 sophomore on the outside. It's going to be a direct snap to Abel Hawk, who's going to lower his shoulder. He's going to be close, but he didn't get it. Man, he, he's down there. The ball did come out late, but he's down. Play the ball spot on the five-yard line. So it's going to give Tigers three, third down and five. Tyler Smith in on the stop there. And as you said, they go up 17. It kind of changes the complexity of this game, as, as Jim said, because this is a, a running team of uh, Pottsgrove. They can throw. Doctor can throw. But, well, let's see if that can happen first with Hoff. this third down play. Hoff in the backfield. Paoletti under center. It's going to be a fade to Marcus Weathers with Avery on him. Incomplete. Got one hand almost on it. 
Yep, and it, it looked like it was a nice throw, nice route, just a little out of the reach there. It looked like Weathers couldn't get both hands up there. I don't know if one was being held or not, but it, it was clean coverage uh, nonetheless, and right decision here for Lambritos to come in because now uh, they're going to need two touchdowns, uh, you know, to try to uh, get back on top. About a 22-yard attempt for Lambritios out of a Carmen Christiana hold. Low snap. Lambritios puts it through the uprights for his ninth field goal of the season. Tigers take a 13-0 lead with 5.42 on the clock. You are listening to this presentation of Marple Newtown Playoff Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. The 22-yard chip shot is good by Lambritius to make it 13 to nothing. He kicks off. Back to return is Grant. He's going to be in the end zone. Another touchback for the senior kicker. Yep, once that ball crosses the end, end zone, uh, that's, that's a dead ball. The returner cannot return it. And Lambritius, as we talked about, did not miss in pregame warm-ups. He's been very loose, and that could attribute to him not, you know, most of the season he's playing two sports soccer, so his leg could have been a little tired, but he's been on point uh, since the end of that soccer season, and uh, it's really been helping the Tigers uh, team as the defense comes out here to preserve this shutout, 13 nothing. Doctor has three wide receivers set, bar in the backfield. It's going to be a read option. Doctor's going to keep it, lower his shoulder, but pick up five after three tires in on the play. Matt Trainer in on the tackle there. A late flag comes in. Looked like Doctor wanted to pitch it to bar number 21. His explosive back, but this he kept it one up the middle. It appears that it's going to be against Marble Newtown because the Tigers are backing up. Didn't get a signal. We're going to get a face mask. We'll see if it's five. It's the five-yarder. Still going to make him short. So it was five yards from where the play is. He picked up four on the carry. The five-yard face mask will make it. Is it still first down? I believe it's going to be second down and one. Yeah, it's going to be second down. It's a dead ball fail uh, for the Tigers. So second and one for Pottsgrove. 5.36 on the clock. It's going to be a... An option, Doctor's going to be around the outside. He has some running room. Another flag flies in at the 40-yard line. And another flag. And looked like Doctor got the edge there. But usually when you get the edge, usually there's a holding call. And DeCamillo comes in and makes a tackle after the nice run. And it's going to be, it's going to be a holding as the Tigers defenders are signaled. Now, this is important. It's, 
17 nothing would have probably put Pottsgrove in a situation where they had to get away from you know, what their game is, running the ball. Again, they averaged 280 on the ground this season, 65 in the air. But with 13 nothing, still two possessions, not three. So they can still, there's plenty of time, still run this, run the ball effectively. And, uh, you know, they're just trying to break a run here. Because once you break one run, you try to get something going. But this defense for the Tigers has been playing very tough tonight. Ball's going to be pushed back to the 30. So the holding play was down the field. So it's not going to give them the full extent of the penalty. So you're going to have to measure it where exactly. It's going to be close. Eric, do you have a general idea of how close this is going to be? I I think it's still short by a little bit. Um, but it's really close. It's really close. Probably inches away. Thank you, Eric. As the officials have the chains out. Steve, Tigers lead 13 to nothing. You have to credit this defense for all that they've done tonight. Well, they're doing all season long. Coach Harry Gicking has gotten these guys ready to go. They went from a 3-4 defense last year to a four-man front. And uh, these front sevens played lights out so far. And the back four, when you know they're challenged in the passing game, they've come up big. And they got two interceptions. And, uh, you know, they're, they're really playing lights out tonight, as you can tell, 13 to nothing in this big playoff game. They waved them for a first down. So the Falcons pick up a first down. Ball is spotted at the 30. I formation. Bar is the deep back. It's going to be a read option. It's going to be a keeper by Doctor, who's going to be strung out to the 35. Schneider, as they call him. The bagel. He comes in and makes the play. Good job by Ryan Schneider. It's going to force another third down for Pottsgrove. And you're right, Steve. They really haven't departed from what they do on offense, and they and then and they're running the ball nice. Or maybe or still going to be it's going to be second down. Yeah, they marked it a first down, okay. and that was the first play. So second down and five from the 35. Doctors changing the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to do another read option. This time it goes to Cobert up the gut. It's going to be third down and short. Who's number 63, Kevin Rankin, who checked in the game just shortly ago. Comes and makes the play there as Wazowicki checks in for him now. Trying to get the big boys in there. As they went power eye last play, Doctor read the midline and decided to give it to the fullback. But he can also pull from that. He can run it or even pitch it out to number 21 bar. So he has options there. Defense playing well, though. Third down and two from the 38. Doctor changing the play at the line of scrimmage once again. He's trying to get the Tigers to jump. It's going to go to Cobert up the gut. And it appears the Tigers stuffed him right before the first down marker. Same play this time. Gives it back to Cobert. Reads that midline. He just hands it off to him. This time goes to the left side. But DiCamillo comes up from the linebacker position and makes a nice stick. You have to force fourth down and one. You have to think this is four down territory. Yeah, 13 nothing. This is... uh. I think you, uh, you know, you really have to go for this one. Well, in the in the third quarter, though, I, I don't know if it's fourth down yet. If they no. were to do that, that's some real Chip Kelly stuff. You punt it away here, Marble Newtown's taking this into the into the fourth quarter, and you're down two scores. So. Fourth down and one. It looks like they're just trying to get the jump. Tigers do not jump. They had to burn a timeout. We're going to step aside here. Tigers have a 13 to nothing lead with 3.04 on the clock. You are listening to this presentation of Marple Newtown Playoff Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Welcome back. Fourth down and one on the 39. Falcons still lined up to go for it. Tiger stacking the box. Doctor's going to be a, a keeper, and they're going to mark him just at the 40. It's going to depend on the spot. He lunged forward. They had Doctor stop, but he lunged forward. I think they're going to. And there is a player down, so it looks like they might take a timeout. They're going to give it to him. They're going to give Doctor the leap, but he's down on the field. Injury timeout. We're going to send it down to Eric. And what's the sidelines been like? Because the, they're fired up. you got 13 to nothing. you got about a quarter and three minutes to go. It's definitely upbeat on the sidelines. Um, you know, they want to close this game out first before they get overly joyed here on the sidelines. But they're pretty excited. Um, you know, this would have been a big stop, but it looks like the referee gave them the first down. That was really close. I, I thought on first look it was short, but like, yeah, like Eric- you guys said, are you surprised, Eric, that they didn't even? It was enough for it was enough to even go, not even figure in a measurement. Just it was a first down. I, I thought it was at least deserved a measurement. Yeah, Jim, absolutely, at, at least a measurement. Um, you know, worst case scenario, it's a first down and they're right or or they're wrong. At least be sure of themselves, right? But it's been a good officiating night for them, so I nothing to criticize too much. Steve, yeah, and uh, you know they. They was lined up for fourth down before the timeout. Try to get Marble to jump. It's an easy five yards. Marble was very disciplined as they've been all year and called a timeout. And you were thinking maybe they, they punted away, but they come back out. They run that midline. This time, Doctor pulled it. Um, you know, faked it to number thirty-two. Who is down? Cobra. We hope he's all right. He's now sitting up. Yeah, he's sitting it, up now. So that's good, yeah. good sign. But Proctor, he pulled it and he was stopped. Sure, he was stopped in his tracks, but he lunged for that. That last lunge, when you know you need it a yard, you're you know you're going to just lunge forward, and he he just got it, and uh, Potsgrove keeps this drive alive. As the player on the field is now walking off with the assistance, great to see that. But to your point, Steve, you see a lot of that from Cam Nugent. You know, you need one or two more yards, and he just lunges it and extends the ball. That's something like a doctor just did. Yeah, and, and he he's not a small guy. He is. He, he is six three. Yeah, he's six three. So, uh, seeing him pregame, he is every inch of 6'3". Yeah, he's a tall. He kind of reminds me, he kind of built just like Marcus Weathers. Um, same number as well. And uh, But, you know, that long length of him, uh, you know, got that first down. So, good job. Ball is on the 40. His doctor has three wide receivers set. He's getting pressure, and he's going to be hit. The ball is forced out. Is a good job by Kyle Kelly. Marble Newtown recovers. Noah Turner on the recovery with 2.40 to go in the third quarter. That is textbook defensive line play there by the Tigers. Matt McKay, the right defensive end, comes in. The strip sack. Noah Turner, the left defensive end, hops in on it. Great play by 
the Tigers up front. Kyle Kelly also in on that pressure, but excellent job by the Tigers to get that ball back. Sorry for the turkey crawl. Hey, that's all right, man. Wolfpack coming right, coming to play tonight. First down and 10 ball is on the 36 for Paoletti. Third turnover tonight. The snap, it's going to be a counterplay to Abel Hoff. He's going to cut it up the field. There's going to be a flag thrown in the area of holding, and they're saying the ball is loose. They're going to mark him down. They're going to mark him on the ground, fortunately, or, or are they going to huddle up and discuss it? There's a flag. There's going to be holding on marble, but the ball came out. And they don't know what they don't know what to call. Yeah, I believe though he was down. I really do. Now it looks like they're going to give it to the Falcons. They're going to give it to the Falcons. Eric, was there any clear indication of what actually occurred? Was there a beanie down? <laughs> no bee bang. I'm sorry to cut you off, Eric, but two thirty-three on the clock. I didn't see a beanie down though. Yeah, no, the, the, I didn't. The beanie wasn't thrown. I don't think the referee uh, even no, saw. I just saw him pick one up. Yeah, he, he did. Throw. Okay, so. We got a little anxious. Ball is on the 34, so the Falcons take over. First over tonight, it's going to be a play action. Applying the pressure is no returner. Player slips down. Gino DiCamello is going to push Doctor out of bounds. And he's going to roll all the way down to the 49 of Marple Newtown. Great play by Doctor. He uses those feet. Rolls to the right. No returner. It's a good job forcing it inside. Rolls back to the other side, and uh, it's a case of Matt Trainer just slipped. You know, it's tough with this grass surface. He just slipped down, and Proctor or Doctor is able to run to the outside, but Noah Turner runs downfield across the field and makes the play. Great hustle by him. You have to see Abel Hoff, the senior leadership, to have your head up after having that turn, wanting to get the ball back. Trick formation to the near side. Doctor's going to look to his right. He's going to tuck it down and throw it, and it's going to be intercepted by Marple Newtown. Marcus Weathers' second pick with 2.17 here in the third quarter. Turnover number four. This Tigers defense been all over the field tonight. Marcus Weathers in particularly as he comes in with his second interception of the game. Great coverage. He cuts off the route and just hauls it in. Tigers back on offense. Bob was talking about at halftime how Doctor's going to have to throw the ball. Marple Newtown is prepared. First getting the strip sack and now in the secondary for their third pick of the night. Paoletti, pistol formation. Abelhoff anxious to get this ball back. It's going to go right back to the seniors. going to go up the gut, carry a few Falcons with him for a pickup of three. Number 25 takes him down. Four. That's Kelsey, excuse me, number 20 here, Kelsey of Pottsgrove. But a good uh, three-yard gain on first down by Hoff. As the clock ticks away, we're under two minutes in the third quarter. Multiple turnovers. Three wide receivers set. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Low snap. Paoletti's just going to have to eat it. He's going to lose four on the play. This time, Jero Falco. In on the play, as well as Finn for Pottsgrove. Steve, as as the game goes on, I mean, we know any moisture that we know that the field's dry. As the game goes on and, the, and the, it gets colder and colder, the wind. Do the elements affect that snap as his former center? 
I think the the wind the wind sometimes can, but I mean you're out there. You you're not feeling the cold if you're playing out there. You you're, you're sweating. Uh, but you know, well, we know you sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you're sweating right now. Paletti under center this time. Three wide receivers as they put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a dump down to Mark Abelhoff, who's off to the races. He is gone. It's going to be a Tiger touchdown. It's going to make it 19 to nothing here in the third quarter. What a play by the senior captain, Abelhoff. What an excellent play call and design by Coach Kicking. They practice that play. That's the hammer screen to number seven, Abel Hoff. You have the option of number seven, Hoff, as the wide receiver position, or you have the bubble to the to the uh, running back, Jack Fowler. So they throw it to Hoff. Blockers downfield. Lyman do a good job. Other receivers do a great job. Abel Hoff takes it off for the races, makes up for that fumble, and puts the Tigers ahead 19-0. 58 yards on the touchdown reception for Hoff. Lambreach just makes it 20 to nothing, Tigers. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! 58 yards for the senior captain gives the Tigers a 20-0 lead with 42 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Lambritzios is perfect today. Pair of field goals in addition to a pair of extra points. He sets up for the kick. Barr and Grant to return it. Lambricios boots it. It's going to hop at the 10 and it's going to continue the roll. And they're going to throw a flag at the 4 as it rolls out of bounds. But it appears the bar touched it, but they're going to say not so much. So it's going to get the Falcons good field position at the 35. And look, I think that referee was right there. I mean, he was right there, but I, boy, it really looked like he touched that ball. I'll tell you what, this defense doesn't care where the ball's placed. They are fired up. They feed off this offense. And Coach Gicking is screaming at them, saying, let's go, guys. Keep your foot on the gas pedal. You're up 20 to nothing. Don't let up. Let's finish this game out. Let's win this game. Couldn't agree more. 42 seconds remain. Doctor, under center, eye formation. It's going to go to Barr up the gut, and he is off to the races. He's going to be down by none other than Carmen Christiana at the Marple Newtown 45, who saves a touchdown. Touchdown saving tackle, you're right, because quick strike, that's how comebacks happen, quick strikes. Barr almost breaks that one, and that's his biggest run of the game there. Maybe it's going to get something started for Pottsgrove. So the Falcons are in Marble Newtown territory as the clock continues to wind down. Most likely the last play of the quarter. Only the second time they've been in Marble Newtown territory all game. It's going to be a read option. Doctor keeps it. Snyder pops in after two yards. Good job by Snyder to squeeze down and make the play. 
As Coach Dickin going nuts, trying to get the sideline fired up. Eric, I have to, I can see it from here. He is going out of his mind. He is so fired up. You know what, Dave? I've never <laughs> seen this man this fired up in my tenure working with the Tigers. He just chest bumped Ryan Snyder on the sidelines. I thought he was going to put Snyder through the wall. But, I mean, he, he is he's screaming. This is great. You know, this is great for the program. Let's let's see if they can finish this game off. It's, it's been a heck of a game so far. Especially for the great Jack Fallows, you know, for that family. It would be great to get a victory for the, you know, more than the loss of, of Joe. Very nice guy. Very indeed. Eric, Marple Newtown takes a 20 to nothing lead into the fourth quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back. Tigers take a 20 to nothing lead into the fourth quarter. It's going to be second down and seven from the 42. The Falcons are in Marple Newtown territory. I formation for the doctor. He gets a signal from the head referee as they're going to begin this fourth quarter. It's going to be a handoff to Porter off the far side. He's going to string it out and take a few Tigers with him. First down for Porter. We haven't seen him that uh, that often tonight, though, Steve. Yeah, it looked like Carr hopped off the field as Christiana comes and makes the play, but uh, Porter is, a, is an excellent player. So 700 rushing yards this season. Um, and, you know, he's been doing a lot for the for the Falcons so far this season, but uh, gets his looks like his first carry of the game and uh, takes advantage of it. First down, Falcons. I don't know the stats offhand, Steve, though, but Abelhoff is close to 1,000 receiving yards on the season. As Barr is going to launch it down the field, it's going to be caught. It's going to be down at about the 12, number 13 on the catch, his second of the day, Max Stump. Dylan Conan in on the tackle. For Marple Newtown, as Potsgrove is now moving, first time they've been inside. Looks like they're going to be at the 11-yard line. So first time they've been in the red zone all game. First down and 10 from the 11, so they can still pick up a first down. Read option. It's going to be a keeper by Doctor. Puts his head down. Gets down to the five. So this is where this read option. Really, really comes into effect here and is, is successful as Kyle Kelly comes in and makes the play. We got to uh, give a shout out to our spotter Tommy Pill doing a great job tonight all season long. We appreciate his help. Extra eyes up here, but uh, you know this read option it, it'll get you three, four yards. And when you're inside the red zone, you just keep pounding away. Let's see if the Tigers D can stop it. Read option. It's gonna be a keeper by Doctor. He's gonna be hit in the backfield. What a job by the Tigers and Noah Turner. Turner comes down from the DM position and just drags down Doctor for a loss of yards. A crucial play. It is four down territory for the Falcons. Third down and seven from the seven. As Marple Newtown last week played Strathaven, who run, runs the wing tee. So they're very aware of this read option. Shotgun formation, number 40 in the backfield, Janicek with Doctor. Flag on the play. Doctor's going to take off, and he's going to launch himself. He's going to be 
down and appears to be the one. No signal. Now they're going to give him a touchdown, but there's a flag on the play. Did they signal touchdown? They the did, far no. official did signal a touchdown. The side judge here, he did it very nonchalantly, which leads me to believe that this penalty is coming up against Pottsgrove. Marble Newtown's clapping, uh, so they're going to push him back. And it's going to be a legal motion. Someone wasn't set before the play, so the play's continuing. It's not, it's not going to be blown dead like a false start. It's going to be a legal motion, and that's going to take away a nice run there by Doctor as he scrambles in for a touchdown. So they're going to push him back. Ball's going to be spotted about the 11. So third down and 11 to go. Nine minutes kick off. Marble Newtown has never won a playoff game. They're on their way right now, up 20 to nothing over the Falcons. A lot of confusion, Steve. I believe there's going to be an explanation on the sideline, Eric. Yeah. Well, head referee's talking to Coach Kick right now. I don't know, the clock was still moving for the last 40 seconds. I thought the referee blew it dead. The clock should have been blown dead on a penalty. So yeah, that- absolutely. And then it gets wound back up once they get set. Yeah, we're looking at probably close to 920. It depends how much time. Coach Gicken would love to have the time off the clock right now, don't get me wrong. But they're probably going to reset this. And I don't think that's what Coach Gicken was talking about. If anything, he's saying, why are we changing the clock? Leave it as is, if I know him. <laughs> of course. So they're still talking about it. I haven't seen them signal up to the clock operator to put any time on. Right, and I probably did speak too soon about this officiating crew because <laughs> this is, again, one of these lulls where I, I, I don't, you know, this is pretty pretty cut and dry. Unless the opposing, unless the Falcons coaching staff doesn't like the penalty and they're arguing the formation, Steve, that they were coming out of and they're still arguing. But, I mean, uh, we ran a play since then. No? Yeah. So, third and 11. He's still, he's at almost at midfield, Jim. No, I mean, there, has, there hasn't been a play ran since. Okay. So, that I'm sorry, because the, the yards to go change on the clock, and that's why I got a little confused. Uh, he's very upset about the call. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a formation where I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, it has to be the formation. I don't think it's the clock now because he is still talking about it and furious on the sidelines, assuming that's the offensive coordinator by his side. And there goes the head ref to uh, let the clock operator know. So let's recap, Steve. Marple Newtown has four turnovers tonight. They got the three interceptions in addition to the four-sack fumble. They're going to put 940 on the clock. So they put almost a minute, right? Yeah, it was 844. They put 940. And now they wind it, but he doesn't even. All right, never mind. Third down and 11. Doctor's going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his seventh sack of the season is Noah Turner. That's a record in the Marvel Newtown books. Noah Turner, excellent job, but once again, it's Matt Trainer that forces that sack. Noah Turner keeps up with the play, and both those DNs are such animals out there for the Wolfpack. The defensive line is coming to play. Posco setting up for a field goal. Leakley into attempt about a 35-yarder for the Falcons. Trying to get his team on the board. The senior snap, 
The kick is going to be wide left, but there is a flag down. Yeah, so that would have been that would have been thirty-six yard attempt, Steve. Are they going to call an offside? No, it's going to be on Pasgrove. Decline the penalty. Marple Newtown takes over. Nine minutes to go. Twenty to nothing. This defense holds once again. And now, really, Steve, let's face it. Uh, you know how much Coach Kicking loves to throw. I mean, he's like Andy Reid of high school football. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Marple Newtown's about to turn into Nebraska real quick. That's right, baby. Let's run, run this ball. And it looks like Abel Hoff will see if he goes in at running back. They love to put him back there in these situations to ice the game. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Ball is going to be spotted on the 20. Nine minutes to go in this fourth quarter. But McEwen in motion, follows the deep back. It's going to go to the ghost. He's going to cut it upfield. He's going to be bottled up after two. Nice first down run there by Jack Fellows. The ghost as he takes a right off tackle and is brought down by number 23, Madison Kelsey. Good job by Fellows to get the edge. It was a yard pickup on the carry. 8.30 on the clock. Marble Newtown getting ready for that first program victory. They can taste it. Fellas in that running back here. They put Noah Turner in motion. It's a loose ball. Paoletti just jumps on it. It's going to be spotted at the 10. They're going to lose 11 yards on the play. That was going to be another hand off the Fellas this time to the left side, but this ball just slips out of Paoletti's hands as he's trying to hand it off. Never got the Fellas. And, uh, you know, Pele just coming from the sideline. You know, he just plays one way, obviously, playing quarterback. So his hands could be a little cold out there. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the fact of him not being able to grip it very well. But luckily he was able to hop on it. Third down and 17 from the 13. Two tight ends set for the sophomore quarterback. Falcons applying pressure. He's going to be hit, and he is going to keep his feet spinning off defenders. He will be sacked at about the six-yard line. Falcons applying the pressure and just bringing the house. He's going to force Philman out the punt with seven minutes on the clock. DeFrancisco in on this sack there. Paoletti trying to fight for all the yards. Took about five, six defenders to bring him down. Not what the Tigers wanted, but on that on that, on that that missed uh you know, handoff there that Paoletti just dropped, uh, you know, that cost them. But, you know, luckily they'll be able to punt it away after he's able to hop on it. Porter and Barr back to receive the Philman punt. Philman's kick is a spiral. It's going to bounce at the 40. It's going to be returned by Porter at the 48. And he's just going to nonchalantly go out of bounds. Good field position. For the Falcons with 6.45. Excellent starting field position, the best of the game. And this will be the third time they'll have it in Marple Newtown territory all game long. And Credit that Potsgrove defense for setting this up. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Now it's just a you know the game of field position, Steve. We've seen this many times before. Because Marple Newtown, if they picked up one or two first downs on that drive, I mean, Potsgrove's over. Yeah, Potsgrove would have maybe had one more chance at it. But now they got 6.45. Again, they're down three scores. They're going to need a quick score here to have any chance at this game. Transformation to the far side. Doctor's going to roll to that way. Noah Turner trips him up in the backfield. 
but Doctor's going to dive. The Pens already spot him because that potentially could be a tackle for loss. And that's definitely going to be a, yeah, it's going to be a tackle for loss. And Noah Turner is. You sometimes see guys erratic, you know, in the open field. They, but Noah Turner so disciplined. He breaks his body down so agile on his feet. I mean, credit he's a great lacrosse player, and he makes another play in the open field. Just been all over the field tonight for the Tigers. Quite frankly, you got to say maybe the player of the game right now. Easily with that strip, recovering that sack, and have two sacks on the night. Doctor's going to roll. He's going to throw over the middle. Nearly intercepted going across the middle. Intended for the sophomore Desmond Austin. Austin was wide open. Porter, he had him. It was just a great play by number number eight, Christiana. Uh, he came up and got his hands on that one. Uh, almost intercepted, but you know if he doesn't get his hands on that, that's a touchdown for Potsdam. Exactly what they needed was a quick score. And going back to players of the game, you've got to credit Matt Trainer as well. I think him and Turner have been all over the field tonight. Absolutely. Sealing the edge. Third down and 11 with six minutes. Applying the pressure. Marple Newtown. Kostak's able to come down, but Stump reels in his third catch at the first down marker. Good timing to keep the Falcons alive. Stump, he's the second big reception on third down and he's coming up big porter is you know he's a tough kid he stays in that pocket doesn't really get flustered steps up and delivers a nice strike to stump to keep this drive alive first down and 10 from the 20 trist formation to the far side doctor's gonna roll to his right throw back to his left it is picked off by tyler kostak and he is gonna rumble down to about the 16 the tigers fifth turnover of the game what a great job. The defense comes up once again, forcing their fifth turnover of this game. Kostak steps in front of the the doctor pass and picks it off. Great job by the Tigers. And, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to doctor. He's, you know, been doing everything he could tonight. And just the defensive line of the Tigers, again, such good pressure and forcing, you know, quick throws, you know, errant throws by doctor. But, um, you know, he's played a great game. He's had an excellent season and, unfortunately, uh, gives the ball back to Marble Newtown. Marble Newtown takes over 5-29 on the 18-yard line. It's going to be a handoff in the backfield to Weathers, who's secure about four on the carry. Tigers going to try and wind down the clock. And the Tigers can, you know... They get a couple first down, so they'll be able to eventually get in the victory formation. Um, it's almost nearly impossible for Posgrove to even have a chance if Marble Newtown can pick up maybe one first down here. But Secure the ball. You can't afford turnovers. That's the only way they get back into this one. Two tight ends set for the sophomore quarterback. It's going to be a throw to Abel Hoff. He's got a one-on-one matchup on the outside. He's just going to step out of bounds after three. Good pitch and catch, but he got out of bounds, Steve. I believe that stops the clock. Yeah, that'll stop the clock. Going to set up a third down and four for Marple Newtown. Third down and four. Hoff has had a phenomenal season. With the amount of catches he's had tonight, I think he broke his own record from last season with 70 receptions. It's going to be interesting on what he finishes with, but... He has been having a great game tonight. 
There's a timeout on the field. Tigers will burn their second one. We're going to keep it here and send it to Eric along the sidelines. What is the atmosphere like? You got a different, you got third down to four with 4.43 on the clock. Well, it's been a great crowd so far tonight. Third and four here. What do you do? I say you hand the ball off to the ghost, Jack Fallows, number 21. Try to pick up the first down. If not, drain the clock a little bit, take off another two minutes, and we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, let's get let's get ourselves in a chance to close this game out. It's been a great ball game so far. Couldn't agree more. You want to try and cap this one off, keep the drive alive, make the Falcons burn their timeouts, and then go into that victory formation Steve was talking about earlier. I would say, Steve, what you probably need at least two more first downs to put this one in the books and secure the first playoff victory in the modern era of Marple Newtown. I agree, and they are just 4:43 to go, and this program's been around. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jim. 87 years. This is the 88th campaign. 88th, and uh, this will be huge for Coach Kicking and this entire program. Only in their second year. Shotgun formation for Paoletti. Trips to the far side. He's just going to keep it himself. He's going to lower his shoulder, and the sophomore picks up the first down. Big Tony takes the ball, calls his number, and picks up the first down for the Tigers. What a great run there behind his line, his lineman. Reminded me of John Elway against the Packers in the Super Bowl, the way he wanted that one. Uh, yeah, he lowers that shoulder. Just like a fright... Freight train and picks up the first down. You can't say enough about Paoletti this season. When I got a chance to talk to him earlier earlier in the week, he said he felt more comfortable week by week because of the senior leadership. He's proven that tonight as the handoff goes to Marlon Weathers, who's hit in the backfield. He's going to spin for about a yard to the line of scrimmage, but more importantly, he keeps the clock running. Ryan Finnan on the stop, but as you said, Keeps the clock running. Good job by Pasco's defense. And, you know, these guys aren't going to give up. They've had a great season. They know they're down 20 to nothing. Their season is on the line. Doesn't look great for them, but they're going to keep on fighting. Very well-coached team by Coach Penny Pecker. He's, he's a legend around here. He has a field named after him. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's had a great program here. A couple district titles and uh, league titles under his belt. Abelhoff in motion. Handoff's going to go to Fallows. He's going to be hit in the backfield. Keeps chopping those feet. Gets about two. Third down and six. Finn in it. And on another stop as Fallows takes the handoff and keeps the clock running. And what a great effort tonight by this Tigers team. Offense, defense, special teams, and they're trying to Steve, when they get under three here, do you think that uh, the Falcons will start calling timeouts to try to get this back, or have they basically conceded this contest? Well, we'll see here. We'll see if they uh, – I think if they stop them here, they'll, they'll start to call timeouts. Abelhoff in motion. It's going to put trips on the far side. It's going to go to Abelhoff. Incomplete. They're going to call it dead. It was, it was a four lateral. Stops the clock with 247. Fourth down and eight. Filming comes in to punt this one away. Like the play call, a little bubble screen. It's almost like a you know a toss play, but uh, just a little in front of Hoff. It looked like Hoff could have got it, but if he had that, he would have had a lot of room. Probably yeah. would have picked up the first. We saw down. that play at Pencrest, and he was able to take it the distance. So it's a smart play. It's a very safe play, whereas incomplete. 
or otherwise. They're going in for the block here as Barr is back to return it, but everyone's going to go for the block. Filming gets the kick. It is a high, booming kick. It's going to take a Tiger bounce. It's going to roll up to 10, and Barr's just not going to touch it. It's going to be down at the 6. What a beautiful punt by Riley Filming. What an outstanding, first of all, snap by Tobin. Because you need a perfect snap when they're bringing the house. They bring 10 people, outstanding snap. And what great poise by number one, Riley Filming, to not rush it, get that off, and get such a great bounce. Two sophomores right there coming up huge for the Tigers. Absolutely. This drive will start from the 6. 235 remain. Tigers can taste that victory, Steve. That's right, man. I, I can taste a victory meal. I'm hungry. <laughs> now, you just want to get into the warmth. I know what you're, you're thinking as Doctor has tripped to the far side. Janicek's beside him. High snap's going to go to Janicek, who's going to go up the gut. Not so much. In on a tackle was Noah Turner in addition to a few other Tigers. Mike Miller in on the stop there as Rankin checks into the game and Dash Dolgarian. McEwen checking out. This is what you love to see, Steve. Players who haven't really played this season, but they're checking in and out with two minutes to go. A huge standing ovation by the fans. For huge standing ovation for Trainer, Turner, and McEwen. Played lights out tonight. Trying to secure that uh, shutout as Doctor keeps it around the outside. He's going to be stuffed. It's going to be third down and long with... A buck thirty. And a big credit to this well the students that have come out and made the trip and they had two buses here, the bands here, and uh, this is a, a tremendous atmosphere here up in Pottstown. And uh, I gotta say I'm I'm most jealous of Eric Deep and Tima, our sideline man. He <laughs> caught a great first season with the crew. Eric. Yeah, I mean I can't be uh, overjoyed enough. I mean it's been such a great ride for me. Uh, you know, I travel from northeast Philadelphia, I make the trip, and, you know, it, it makes it so worth it when you see a quality team like Marble Newtown play here. And just, just so much heart tonight. I, I, they haven't played with this much heart all season. I don't know if that was because, you know, Mr. Fallows, but, you know, they rallied around them. Man, it's, it's just a great season so far, and just a great night here at Potsgrove. It, 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 our drive home will be a lot better than it would if we would have lost, that's for sure. Absolutely. As Porter gets the handoff on the jet sweep, he's able to pick up a first down. Under a minute remains on the clock. Porter's doing his best to try and get Pottsgrove on the board. He's shaking off defenders as he is going to be pushed out of bounds at the 45. 46 seconds, though, remain. Marple Newtown trying to secure their fourth shutout of the season. Porter still running hard. He's, a, he's an excellent player for Pottsgrove. He's running very hard out there. The senior trying to go out, you know, with everything he's got, and uh, he's doing a great job. And you got to give a lot of credit to Doctor Carr, this whole, you know, seniors of uh, Podgrove playing their last game tonight. Jacob Adams and others. It's going to be a snap. It's going to go to Porter this time around the far side. He's going to get a block. He's still on his feet. He's going to scamper out of bounds. This entire drive has been played well by the seniors. Push out of bounds at the four, the 37. Yeah, this is kind of interesting, Steve and Dave, because I uh, we the stop the clock is stopped at 
38.5, ball at the 37. I got to believe this person, uh, this this squad's trying to tackle on some points, and and I understand. But where was uh, this earlier though? A Porter. He's been such a good player. He didn't really get that many reps. Very true. As they come out, it's going to be a snap this time. It's going to be a launch down the field. It's uh. nearly intercepted, but it's going to be caught by number thirteen, none other than their go-to player in Stump. They're going to burn a timeout with 31 sex ticks on the clock. We're going to keep it here, though. Marple Newtown's played one heck of a game. That, that just luckily went into his hands. That was an excellent coverage there by Dylan Conan. Um, Definitely. And, actually, uh, just now. That's why you want to knock it down and not yeah. just tip it. But, uh, you know, and then he was able to fall down and uh, make a great time. I see a Gatorade bill. Coach Kicking going to have a cold ride home. <laughs> see, I'm against the Gatorade. That's uh, why. It's worth it, though. First, well, <laughs> first playoff victory. This this means it's, a lot. But you know what? It's overusing the Super Bowl too. But you know, you're usually in a warm climate. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they'll dump it here. They'll they'll have fun, you know, post game. But tomorrow they're back to work. They're either got Upper Moreland at Upper Moreland or home against Pottstown. Not sure what the score is, but they're back to work. They they want to keep this thing going. This you know this will last for tonight, and then tomorrow morning film. You know they're back to work. Absolutely. First down and 10 from the 11. Finn is in at quarterback. He's going to roll to the outside. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's got some running room. He's going to die for the end zone. He's just going to be about two yards short. He went airborne, though, Steve. And that clock is still running now. It stops at 17.3. So Dave and Steve and Eric will keep it here, continue to keep it here. We'll run a few commercials uh, when the clock goes to zero, and then we're going to uh, bring it back for what Bob Herpin would like to call a wrap and a pack. And I just want to uh, take this time to, again, as we look at that, they're going to, uh, they dump him, they douse there him with go. water. They're going to douse him with water. He is going to be soaked, but he is going to have a smile on his face as the Tigers are going to pick up their first ever playoff victory in program history, 88 years. This is so special, and it gives me chills now thinking what this program went through this week, losing a a staple, a great man in this program, Joe Fowles, we've talked about. And, I mean, the Marple Newtown won this game for so many right reasons for this community, for the Fowles family, for Marple Newtown. What an excellent effort. It's going to be a handoff to Porter and scampers in into the end zone. That will get the Falcons... Six with 13 ticks remaining. And this touchdown means nothing. Good job by Porter to finish this game off strong. Potts to finish the game off strong. But Harry Dicking, all those touchdowns mean nothing. He's going to be upset. They not get a shutout. Uh, well, I, I knowing him, he's going to get over pretty quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't agree more. As Bleakley's in the kick the extra point. The low snap nearly blocked, but the kick is good. That will make it 20 to 7. We're going to step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. 
was voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Marple Newtown is on their way for their first career playoff victory. 20 to 7, 13 seconds remaining. Weekly's in the kick this one. As the wind begins to pick up here at Penny Packer Field. Weekly gets the signal. It's going to be an onside kick. Marple Newtown recovers. It's going to be at the 46. In comes Pale Eddie to take a knee. And here comes the best formation in football. As we'll have to take one knee, go into the locker room, and get their first playoff win of the year, of, of the of the program history. I mean, of, the, of the year. Oh, holy <laughs> One for one. It's getting, it's getting cold out here. Yeah, we got we all got brain freeze, ladies and gentlemen, but... Uh, Coach Kicking's second season here at Marple Newton. You have to credit him bringing this mentality, work hard every day, and it's really paid off. And there were doubters, and guess what? There's, there were doubters in that building as well, and uh, he has definitely turned this program around, and it's great to see that uh, the first foray into the playoffs under this leadership is going to come out victorious. That, got that right, Jim. And, uh, you know, look at the crowd here. I mean, he instilled family, he instilled community, he instilled Tiger pride. And the turnout here, about an hour drive to Podsgrove, um, you know, a lot of people showed up. And it's a very special, special win for this program. But as I said, back to work tomorrow. I want to be on the bus ride home because that sounds like fun, Steve. Just got to say. Paletti is going to hand it to Fallows, who's going to take it up the gut. He's going to pick up six. You love to see that. There's some extra clerics. Yeah, they definitely they definitely don't like that call. There's no doubt about that. And he's going to have to explain that. He's going to have to do a little bit of explaining on that last handoff. And that will do it. Marple Newtown goes on to their first career playoff victory in program history. 20-7. As there's some fighting going on in the middle of the field, doesn't matter. Marple Newtown goes on to their victory. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. 
For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Post-game Tigers go on for their first playoff victory in program history. Capped off by play. They were hitting on all cylinders. Offensively, Abel Hoff led the team going down the field off the hammer screen to seal the deal. Defensively forcing five turnovers. Lambritios chipped in two Field goals as well as extra points. Yeah, it was an outstanding effort all around. Offense, defense, special teams. Huge shout out to this Marlboro Town football team, this program, this community for showing up tonight. And, uh, you know, on to tomorrow, back to bark, and let's keep this thing going. Chris Gicking, from what I understand, uh, in the late 90s, mid to late 90s, uh, setting records. In passing at Marple Newtown, and here he is as the head coach only two years in, setting a record with the first playoff victory in program history. It was a little bit uh, contentious at the end, but it's not going to take away from the raucous celebrations uh, happening just to our left, <laughs> and it will happen all the way home on the buses and back at campus. It's a great feeling. have to agree. As Paoletti has done a great job this season, they, ins- they instilled a sophomore into the starting lineup at O'Hare to begin the season. Some people had their doubts, but as the season progressed, he became more comfortable and proven today he can launch it down the field and also pick up a key first down with his legs to seal the deal. And, uh, you know, it was an excellent, excellent performance, as you said, all around. Uh, and, uh, again, big shout-out to this program for showing up tonight, taking care of business, and uh, as you see them huddled up. Towards the end zone there, student section, cheerleaders all excited as Coach King gives a final speech tonight and uh, telling the guys, be ready to go tomorrow morning for film. Eric, final word. Just wanted to you know, point out how great the offensive line was tonight, getting such a push um, you know, for Marlon Weathers, for Paoletti, for Jack on a few runs, um, you know, Abel. Just a tremendous team effort, and it all started with that great defensive effort. Um, you know, can't say can't say enough about Marcus Weathers, Lazowicki, Noah Turner, all the guys. To create five turnovers, unbelievable! What a performance! And they're gonna they deserve this celebration right now, and, and, and they are celebrating. It looks like a great scene over there to my right, boys. 
And that will be capped off as Marble Newtown survives and goes on the next week. The Marble Newtown Tigers will play on the road in the PIAA District 1 playoffs. Tentatively, live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and heard exclusively on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics. And on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima. Co-executive producer Greg Pecco. Head football coach, Dean of Students, and athletic director Chris Kicking. Athletic director of Pottsgrove High School, Gary DiRenzo. Spotter in the stands, Tommy Booth. Uh, excuse me, Tommy Peel. Sorry, Tommy. Uh, statistician, Steve Smilk, engineer... Statistician, executive producer Jim Alsman. Of course, we appreciate Bob Herpin coming back and doing Twitter. And I am Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, My Way Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Brynmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarvelNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marvel Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network Appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!